0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spelunker's, a game exploration podcast. Uh we're nerds, and we get exhausted about talking because we're chunky. Pretty sure those are yeah. The that's words the intro. That's it. In <laughs> some sort it. of an order. Um, <laughs> I am Tom. Hi, welcome. This will be fun. I'm joined again by Tyler. Hi, Ryan. Good evening, everybody. Chris. What's up? And this asshole who wouldn't make us our logo.
1: <laughs>
0: and he also does some sort of um, Warthog review on the, the YouTube.
1: <laughs> uh, the Alex Halo here. Warthog. Yeah, the Halo yeah, Warthog. And man, Alex is here.
2: Oh, hi, guys. That was great. I'm changing that YouTube channel name now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's very good. Brilliant. Yes. Um, and we are... Playing Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, oh, I mean Tsushima, the Iki Islands <laughs> DLC. And we've never played this game before.
3: A- Ever. Yeah, we definitely don't have 17 hours worth of content prior to this. <laughs> what, 17 hours? I don't think it's 17 It's, hours. A, it's a lot.
0: I think easy. it's like 12 hours. It might unless well you're planning on making this five 80. hours long. Oh, I can as do, as do as that. that. Well, I mean you gets just like add content. the Twitch stuff.
4: Yeah, to be fair, you just like content. We did a lot of that freaking right. second episode of the raid or whatever. We streamed for like 5 <laughs> uh, or 6 hours.
3: Only right. because See? somebody couldn't Listen make the jump. Chris, he knows what we're talking about. Excuse me. <laughs> 17 oh, hours. Of content that jump is literally impossible, sir.
0: I don't <laughs> think I don't think it is impossible. Is uh but yeah, we're playing Ghost of Tsushima the Iki Island DLC and you don't know our thoughts on the original game. Go find it. It's archived here. There's 12 hours of us gushing about this game. Cuz I was most of our game of the year somebody had to throw in Hades, I think. <laughs> they were very close to being kicked out of the fucking podcast. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh,
4: are you guys all just going to make director's cut your game of the year this year?
5: No. Uh maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it.
2: Don't um, even damn.
4: Uh,
0: unless this le- legend stuff that comes out really kicks it in, I don't think that it's going to beat out it takes two or hmm. Ratchet and Clank. I mean, it is a lot of fun, but
2: yeah, R- we already played really
0: Ghost good. of Tsushima, so it wasn't like there weren't that many more mechanics introduced.
3: It's, it's, it's still and, a
0: great game. It's still top yeah. ten, but I don't think it's gonna be number one. <laughs> like
3: there's a lot of content there if you want it, but like the main story content is is limited, you know? Um there's not that much story content there. It's really just the content that is good of Ghost of Tsushima, which is, you know, exploring this world and the environments that they put you into and finding the little nooks and crannies of everything. But because of how limited it is in scope, I don't think it could be my game of the year. I love it to death, but Mm-hmm. There are so many more games that like came out of nowhere to me that really blew me away. So, so there, Chris.
4: Okay, I mean, I was just curious. You guys do what you want.
3: <laughs> Garden Stories, Game of the Year.
0: <clears throat> we're not talking about grape exactly. ape, right?
4: Yeah, we're here to record our Games of the Year podcast, and it's uh, great. Yeah. September first, September second.
2: <laughs> Sonic Colors Ultimate is going to be made. <laughs> not even out yet, is it? I played it eleven years ago. It's good. <laughs> it was good then. It's better now.
0: Perfect. Um, yeah. So I don't. I guess let's go to Alex because oh. everybody else can listen to ours. Uh, I don't know. Just tell us about your experience with the game
2: so far. Um, I mean, when it when it came out last year. It, it it quickly like shot up to become like just one of my favorite games overall. Cause it felt like it, it really um, scratched an itch that I felt like I've had ever like for most of my adult life loving video games. I've also really loved like samurai movies and um, Japanese culture. And especially when it comes to samurai films, like um, you know, Kurosawa films, especially like uh uh red throne um or i'm sorry throne of blood red uh just just every pretty much any film he did with a samurai in it I, I i fell in love with um and i was just dying for a game that used that setting in a realistic sense because like if you say like oh i want a game set in japan you know everybody's like, yeah, there's a billion of those, and they're right, but are any of them like even remotely historically realistic to, at least to the level this game is? Um, and I, I always really loved the Assassin's Creed series, and I know there's that obvious comparison between that series and this game, um and that was one of the locations that I always wanted that series to go to, and they clearly have no interest in doing that, but I wanted them to go to that kind of location because I knew that they would do a you know. Obviously, there's that big overarching plot in that series that's very sci-fi, but they would treat the setting with some sense of like historical realism. Mm -hmm. And Ghost of Tsushima literally just came along as like, fine, we'll do it. And I was, you know, and and booting it up, it you know, just like you were saying, uh, with with the whole uh, overarching story might not have as much like depth as a lot of other AAA games that came out. I think the real star of Ghost of Tsushima is the island of tsushima and how they pretty much presented it as just this is one of the few games where i don't really mind if i have to travel all the way across the island in my next mission because i know it's going to be gorgeous i know there's going to be something that i'll see along the way too that might not even be a side quest it's just something in that world that's happening um and i just loved being able to play a game that not only took the setting and history of japan and made it realistic and and, you know just generally historically accurate even though this game took liberties with a lot of the things that happened during this time period um which i mean they kind of had to to make it you know (laughs) an overarching beginning and end kind of thing um but I, i just loved a game that not only took a setting and made it in a way that people really haven't seen done in video games before. But they also took a genre, which is samurai films, and did probably one of the best love letters to it without you realizing it is. Like, it's a great samurai game, and obviously, if you... Obviously, they've got the Kurosawa mode, so that's pretty on the nose. But if you didn't have that, this game is really good at telling one of those really old black-and-white stories in with you know a modern thing like a video game and and doing it so that it's not so blatant i guess um then you know then you've got the combat that just is probably some of the best combat i've ever felt in a video game um it felt like um I've I've tried to play a lot of the Souls-like games, and they're just they're just not a genre for me. But I could always tell, especially with the dodge and parry system, that that was something that was very satisfying. And I feel like this game took that and <laughs> toned it down to be a little more accessible, uh, for sure. But the the combat just felt like it flowed really well. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, what's it called? stealth stuff as well even though i love that that's you can approach situations one of two ways uh you can just be head-on and just kick down the door if you want to but you can also go in and have a plan and be stealthy and that will be equally satisfying um and i i don't know like just just the whole experience around that time especially when we were Smack dab in the middle of quarantine too. That was that was a bummer. <laughs> Having something where it was just like, oh wow, amazing things still come out and <laughs> and are great, and I can still enjoy something. Um, it, it just it just pretty much took everything. It, it felt like it took everything that I ever wanted on a wish list for a video game, for me personally, and put it in a game. Uh, and it's it, it quickly just became one of my favorite games of all time uh and then they you know came out of nowhere and were like yep what if we made a multiplayer mode and you could play this game with your friends but not against your <laughs> friends with your friends and i was like you are you are just the best game <laughs> <laughs> now um, you can play against your friends though tomorrow but even Those then when even then in rifles you're like not like directly fighting each right. other which is even even better it's just like a you Who's know the better a, killing machine yeah, a friendly contest <laughs> i love that um it, it felt it felt like a very toned down version of like when we <laughs> everybody pretty much said the closest we ever got to world peace was when Pokemon Go came out. Well, we came really close with the Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer because everybody would bow to each other, and th- that was just great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I realized I just kind of gushed about that game, but that, that's that's pretty much it. it. It's just it's just one of my favorite games ever. It came along at the perfect time, and it it felt like somebody found my wish list of the perfect video game for me and then made it a reality.
0: So did you play it in Kurosawa mode?
2: Um, I played the first half of my New Game Plus playthrough in Kurosawa mode. um, And I tried to get really in-depth with it by also turning on Japanese dialogue with English subtitles. And it's awesome, and it's really authentic. But let me tell you how difficult it can get sometimes to have subtitles in a black-and-white, grainy mode. Because subtitles in the Kurosawa mode are not as big as they would be like on a regular movie. Mm-hmm. So that that took a little bit out of me. And then, of course, I think oh, everybody's probably said this before is Kurosawa mode is awesome. But this game is too gorgeous to play it in black and white at the end of the day. I've
0: only played it in Kurosawa. Mm, really? Um, yep. It's <laughs> yeah, insane. It's <laughs> not gross.
2: <laughs> it's, it's the biggest re- thing
0: with that, though, is like coming into this one, doing like the duels. Completely mm-hmm. forgot about the unblockable attacks, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. just look for the red glint. There's no fucking red glint. Oh, it's just a different glint of the sword.
2: I tried to play replay a few of the duels in Kurosawa mode in black and white with the um, expert HUD turned on, so you don't even get like a glint. Like there are no, I yeah, you know, I've been playing, playing with the expert rules. HUD as well. It's been great. Uh, uh, it's well, tough. <laughs> like when you're we playing the first one, I didn't
0: even know there was life bars or anything above the guys because there's nothing that Mm -hmm. isn't in kurosawa mode like there there wasn't anything above the players
2: that's a really unique experience
0: so yeah i I only played that and then this i was playing on lethal plus Mm -hmm. which (laughs) is fucking ridiculous like these some of these duels took me a long time
2: oh yeah because because icky island by itself is already like turned up in terms of like difficulty As soon as you get on the island, they're basically like, you want to you want to take a second before you go? Because it's about to be really hard. (laughs)
0: Uh, Did you guys find yourselves fumbling around the combat? Um, Like right off the go? No,
3: no. Uh, For me, it was like I did the first like two people that came up to me. It was like, okay, let me let me figure this out again. And then it was just like putting on an old pair of shoes. You know, mm-hmm. they it, it just, it felt great. It just felt great. I um, was happy to be back. Uh, it, was, it was just a great experience. It was one of those things where I was like, yes, I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was just started kicking ass. And it's like, I never died in this game, except for when I fell off a cliff. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was the only time I ever died is when I did a terrible time jumping. And that was that was it. Every other time it was like, i I kick ass at combat. I'm, I'm only playing on lethal, not playing on lethal yeah. plus. So, I, you know, I, I didn't try the new difficulty, but on lethal. And I put the expert hut on. I was I was kicking
2: ass. It was great. It felt so good. It felt nice, so good. I definitely yeah. fumbled with the stances a little bit. That was the only thing that I like. It's not like I forgot that you needed different stances. But right when I hopped into combat, I was like, Wait, how do I? How do I switch again? And then- In
0: all honesty, I... Those guys that can switch between three weapons, I was barely switching stances at all.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, It was all standoffs, and then from the standoffs, I would just go into dropping a smoke bomb and doing the Mm -hmm. chain assassination. (laughs) Everything, but he dies in like one hit. Mm -hmm. Because Lethal Plus, it's realistic. I mean, I die in one hit, so.
2: That's not honorable. (laughs) Oh,
0: no, the game told me in the first half that it doesn't fucking matter what you want to do anymore. You're going to be a dirty, rotten scoundrel, and that's how the game's played.
2: Very much so,
4: yeah. Yeah, like, I'm with you, Alex, that it took a little while to get used to which dance does what thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise, like, yeah, I settled back into it pretty quickly. Uh, I think it's interesting you made the comparison to, like, uh, from software games, especially Sekiro is very similar. Mm -hmm. I think you got a lot of comparisons even when the game initially came out. Uh, But I think this, uh, like, I think Sekiro is a lot harder. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think this 100%. game makes the combat a lot more interesting. Like there are tools and stuff in Sekiro that you can use to get around enemy weaknesses and stuff. But the fact that every enemy in this game, you have to like change stance, unless you're playing on lethal, I guess, and you just need to get him one hit, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you need to change to a correct stance, and then they can change their weapon. At least in the DLC, they can change their weapon, and then you need to change stance to match them. But then you're fighting a bunch of enemies with a bunch of different weapons and changing stances repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it more engaging in that way Uh, not to say that in sakura is not constantly engaging because Mm -hmm. there are a million things flying at you all the time but i think i like the combat in this more than Mm sakura
1: yeah
5: i uh i switched control schemes coming back because now they offer multiple control schemes so i'm playing something that is a little bit more from soft control scheme you got your attack on your shoulder buttons and your triggers Mm -hmm. uh so aside from that control scheme switch I didn't have too much of a t- too tough of a time I uh played a good handful or 4 of hours worth of legends the week before this dropped so I was uh getting even if it's you know legends is a little different but I was getting back in the swing of things
0: I think one of the main reasons that I started going through it I not changing the stances is cuz one of the first things I did was that legend of black hand riku and if you oh. get that armor and you dodge perfectly, you can just slaughter like four guys in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But yeah. So that probably we'll that, that wasn't was amazing. carrying so much as I was yeah. just dodging. But yeah. All right. So I guess we'll start up. Um, we start back on Tsushima. Journey into the past starts. Uh, you head over to the West Coast to Drown Man Shore. You find a uh, Mongol yurt or a boat. If You don't know what a yurt is. Uh, people in the area are fucking nuts and have gone mad and they're like eating their poop and throwing it around like rabid monkeys. I don't monkeys. Remember the eating poop part. I mean, they're <laughs> mad, you know, people do crazy things when, you know, they're drinking the sacred medicine.
5: You have video footage of this, Tom?
0: Oh, you recorded, so. Yeah, all right. Check we can all blame Chris. Ryan right if you're watching and you didn't see it <laughs> because he didn't look around good enough to see the people eating their poop. Uh yeah there's a bunch of madness happening uh in a hut you find a young woman and you find a lot of these they got their um i tried to look it up what it'd be called for like mongolians but it's basically like the stocks like just the board of their heads sticking out in their uh-huh. hands I, I tried for like i don't know a half hour on the internet and i could not find what the fuck those would be called so i just called them stocks so there you go um she's dead and you notice that she bit her tongue off and Jin wonders what these people had endured over in this little camp here by the Mongol he doesn't recognize the tribe's colors. Which, I mean, they're black and white. I don't know why he can't recognize the colors. <laughs> they like, come on, Jin. What the fuck? They're oh, purple they're purple. Town. They're purple.
3: Very vibrant, beautiful, luscious purple. Yeah, they're mm-hmm.
0: black. So um, you find a strange altar, and a Mongolian shaman appears and yells, "Samurai, the eagle calls you!" And this is your first account. Uh, encounter with the shaman type, and basically they just start yelling and dancing around, stirring their cohorts into a trance. They can just relentlessly attack you. Mm-hmm. I, their there's
5: staggers higher as well. Uh, they take more damage. fucking yeah. yeah. like,
2: suck. Yeah, basically <laughs> turn, turns, turns those matter. enemies up to like nightmare mode health and stagger. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yep, they suck. I
5: love them. I think it's a great like yeah. addition to the I didn't mind them. I didn't really notice yeah, no, I mean, too much of a difference. I mean, thing.
3: it was a cool addition, but I mean, as far as like what they do, it's like, oh, this this makes combat a lot harder. So it's like
2: every time they would pop up, it was like, I need to take the shaman out immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they definitely force you to like actually strategize how you're going to fight, if you're going to do like an actual sword fight and standoff instead of just standing there and be like, all right, you come to me, now you come to me. Yeah. Now you actually have to like be active about it, which is yeah. Which is uh, definitely a cool mix-up. And uh, I also, just to note, had a, had like three or four instances of me killing the shaman, but they still kept singing. Like their dead oh, body was damn. still singing. The buff went away, but still like oh. the, the, the little noise waves were coming out of the shaman, but they were just <laughs> dead. <laughs> nice.
0: Anime as fuck right there.
4: <laughs> yeah. I was uh, still playing with the same toolset, which we can talk a little bit about whether any of the stuff you guys found here made you change up your playstyle from the base game, but mm. I was still mostly playing with the same thing, which mm. is the ghost armor is the biggest thing, which makes it where you only need five kills to activate ghost mode, so I was still just ripping through shamans before they could do mm. anything, because that makes mm. it where your kills are one hit, even without lethal, Tom.
1: No,
0: Yeah, going into this, I pretty much put on my father's armor right away. Well, kills um, are not
3: one hit and lethal either, I mean... I don't know about it's lethal nice. plus, but it definitely takes a couple of hits in lethal. It depends on what you hit them with.
0: Yeah, like if you just are swinging your sword at them, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not gonna kill them. But if you well, die the, in the one hit,
3: take a couple more hits as well. But it just but you throw a smoke bomb. And you
0: stab him in the neck.
3: I was doing that. I did a little bit of that. Smoke bombs are still so op. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, since we're talking about, did you change your playstyle at all? Because I mean, I obviously in the first half was trying to play like a samurai the game pissed me off mm-hmm. because your choices don't <laughs> fucking matter um but i was just using everything in this so I literally i mean i guess we'll get to it but the, the charge with the horse you just fucking knock <laughs> them all down like, yeah. <laughs> drunk, guys
3: great addition um, fun.
0: but yeah like i said otherwise it's i go into a standoff then i'll just do the smoke bomb do the three-person assassinate plus when you get the kunai extra kill and then just pull out the bow and shoot the last couple of guys with that. Uh. So it really wasn't like, oh my God, I'm getting overwhelmed. It was literally like, I'm, here's point A and like, here's fucking F. And it's just,
3: <laughs> yeah, you're, dead. you're, you were trying to like fit it together like a, a puzzle, like a, like a straight line puzzle and fitting it all together. Whereas I was playing it more like a scramble, I would say. I was just mm-hmm. going around and picking and choosing how I wanted to do things so, like, I would take some guy off from a distance and then I would come back and then go back in, take a couple people out with a sword, go back out, throw a bomb at somebody else. Like, I was, I did everything. I was all up in their shit with all kinds of stuff. It was fun. Yeah. It felt I, so good. <laughs> God, I cannot, I cannot say that enough. So I want
2: to say my, my play style, Like, if I tried to, like, actually have sword fights, I was just so concerned with my resolve because of how higher up the difficulty felt on this island so i was very reserved but honestly i'd say 90 percent of my encounters were me seeing them in the distance and i I know we'll go into this later too but one of the side missions in this game pretty much forced me to have an archery build um so my archery build was essentially just maxed out like that's what every one of my charms were so i could just see them before they could see me and then just go into slow mode just pick off like five or six of them at once and then be like, all right, there's two people left. I can do this however I feel like doing it. Uh,
5: no, I was, I was playing pretty well the same way. Very aggressive. I would constantly break enemy staggers. Uh, I only still use the Traveler's Armor for most of the expansion. I did go into mm. that uh, Mythic Armor a little bit because that is very good. Um, but I, like, I built all around getting resolve as fast as possible, naturally restoring some resolve all the time. So. I would be bouncing back and forth between sword stances to stagger and throwing in the uh is it the lightning strike? The L1, well it's L1 in square for me, but the uses three resolve. Yeah. Heavenly
0: strike, a sword dance or is that
5: what it's called? I thought it was lightning. Whatever it is. Heavenly strike. No, you're right, Tom, you said it. Um yeah, yeah I use that a lot because I just gain resolve like mad.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that every like expansion or DLC struggles with is offering you tools that make you want to change a style that you used for 50 mm-hmm. hours because there was at least one charm that you had to like go to the shrine for and everything and I I didn't even write down what it is I don't remember but I remember being like oh that's intriguing I won't use that but thank you
0: <laughs> see they got to take stuff away from you to force you to use things and try new things Chris just like that that's awful true. game Chris Tales
4: mm-hmm. hey I liked that I section of that no game
0: all right. Anyway, back to this. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get off the fucking island now. Um, so, yeah, there's still a Mongol breathing as you slaughtered the little company that came at you. As I wrote, they didn't stand a chance. So, haha. Um You ask him what they did to the people. He responds that they heard the call of the eagle so that they will lead their boats to the shore from the Isle of Iki. At that point, Jin gets a flashback of his father being killed, which will happen many, 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 many times throughout this playthrough. Um, calling for help as he is struck down, Yuna shows up, and you tell her about the eagle and Iki, and your father, how your father had led a group to pacify the people of Iki years ago, and that they hate samurai, and especially him, because you know, he's got a weird he face. He's the
3: butcher of Iki.
0: Well, that his dad was the butcher of Iki. He yeah. wasn't. Mm-hmm. I know, but He's that's the son of the Butcher of Iki.
3: I thought that was super cool that we're going back to the place where his dad was killed and that there's all this lore and mythos mm-hmm. surrounding his dad. We well, didn't know
0: that. that this is where he d- died like from the first game, right? They don't say no, it was I don't on think this they, island. I
2: don't think mm-hmm. they ever said it.
0: No. So, yeah, I always figured that he just died somewhere on there because it yeah, just shows just... Like, the one guy killing him. So.
2: Yeah, they literally just show the little house and Jen hiding.
0: Yeah. Since so, pretty since pretty I yet. was wearing the Sakai armor set. I don't know if this pops up for you guys, but you gain the gin from Yarakawa. Um, yeah. yeah. Skin from the Sakai armor set, which immediately turns mine because I had it on. So that, because mm-hmm. I was big stand, like um, the standoff, because then you could take five guys down right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just basically strips it all down and it's just back down to like its base armor. It doesn't have the shoulder pads, anything like that. It just removes the Sakai logo from the front. Um, yeah, it yeah. gives
4: that to you no matter what, but it doesn't
0: force you to well, wear not, you know, I didn't somewhere know if it somewhere. Like, it would not tell you unless you tried to put it on, mm-hmm. and then it would be like, "Oh, well, you can't. You have to. It'll be this version of it." But
2: yeah, yeah. and you do get like a little pop-up explaining to you why you can't wear yeah. the regular version too, until later in you. the game. <laughs> they, they can will try, you.
0: dirty peasants, <laughs> raiders. Raiders, there's peasants over there too. They not They're not all raiders. A lot of them are. Anyway, they hate the samurai, so yay. A lot of so Especially you get to go. Especially clan Sakai. Yeah, they don't like Sakai at all. Uh, you go and speak to the boatman, and you can set sail for Fort Sakai. He says he's never seen the sea this angry. It is quite the storm on your way, and your boat is capsized, and shit goes awry. You your horse goes swimming off into nothing. You fall asleep and you wake up and you're Ariel from the Little Mermaid, and you have legs. A- and the crabs start running by and you can sing. Oh, that? not what, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, I play a flute. <laughs> you can play your. No, well, I mean, could Ariel play a flute? I guess she could probably. Still she played a, a harp, flute. maybe. Well, that doesn't use her voice.
4: Uh, this she so, got her voice so, stolen. This is interesting, and this is probably a question that none of us know the answer to. But mm-hmm. so you can uh, do this DLC, I'm pretty sure, right when you get to the second act is what I've read.
0: Yeah, you have to beat the first act to get to the second part of the island.
4: Oh. Yeah. So he like when the when his horse is missing, and also later with the inventor friend whose name I cannot remember. I apologize. He references their deaths, which happen at the end of Act Two, right? I know the horse for sure is going into act 3 and I don't know about the friend. So I'm not sure how that di- that dialogue Taka is completely different.
2: Taka was his name. Taka. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: How could you forget his name? I didn't even know who you were talking about because you said inventor. I thought there was some other random guy. He, he invented the Yuna's grappling brother? That's the only yeah.
4: time he references him is the grappling hook. Blacksmith, <laughs> the main catalyst. The inventor. Of the second act.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, I don't remember him saying any that referencing it, but
4: Yeah, Yeah, no, he he, references his horse's death, and then he... The reason why I say his inventor friend is because he references him when somebody asks about his grappling hook, the new guy.
3: Yeah, Yeah, and the reference to the horse, he's like, I can't lose another horse. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, You say so. So, yep. I know so. You wake up on the beach under the (laughs) sea. Oh, wait, you're not under the sea.
3: Eh,
0: it's cool uh, as you enter those all the like dead whale bones and shit like coming up mm-hmm. out of the on the shore go through that some a caves visible. you get to sh- yeah. see your new mechanic which i'm a little disappointed that they didn't put this grapple pull as a combat maneuver mm. oh, yeah, that i think cool. that would have been a very yeah. good
3: that would have been cool quit making a better game it's already good enough <laughs> Where, where especially
0: since they added the guys that have that can switch between three weapons you could easily have used it to uh, force them into a, a certain stance a maybe
2: take their shield from them
0: yeah right. you know that's great. um do something like that i thought that would have been pretty cool but i, I mean feel it's, like, it's I still feel like okay. they might
2: have wanted to avoid um comparisons to to the arkham games because that's essentially the bad oh, yeah. law now that that's we're true. talking about uh but what, i mean they it?
0: could make it so you needed to resolve so it wasn't something you could do all the time that's fair like, enough you yeah. know
2: um, did Ryan, any, any of you, you play it yourself. on uh did any of you play this on p s five yeah yes yeah yeah the 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 grapple pull on the the dual sense ad, uh, adaptive triggers mm-hmm. is super intense <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> especially when yeah. that l two you hitting that l two to pull it mm-hmm. it's like uh... yeah because you you can also hear your like triggers literally make like a
1: brrr, mm-hmm. like
5: noise
2: when you're doing it. I don't even remember if the controller
5: vibrates
0: on PS4, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, it is quite the visual as you bust open these planks and walk out of this Mm -hmm. nice little cavern into the island of Iki. And you see monkeys running around. And apparently that was a spoiler in the channel and people were angry.
5: Chris, I knew nothing, Tom. You're telling me there's (laughs) monkeys. God damn it.
0: Fucking monkeys on the island.
2: Ah. So, oh yeah, also enemies. Spoilers. <laughs> Wait, we fight in this game? What? <laughs> no, dude, no. Fight a bunch of monkeys. That's it. It's not. He's not really a ghost. I wish you. I thought we went over the monkey. eagle tribe with words.
4: Can we fight a giant monkey and cut off his head, and then he picks it up and
0: fights? You Maybe in them? legends, like the added <laughs> stuff. It's for the new raid. You'll be fighting the evil fucking Riku's monkey that has the taste of human flesh. <laughs> um. So we will continue with the story. before just exploring the island. So a lost friend, we start. And Jin goes in search of the boat that he came here on to find the boatman dead. And you're also looking for your horse who might be dead, but Tyler probably didn't know he was dead. Just like he didn't know the horse died in the first game. But that's okay.
3: I knew that this horse was alive. Come on. They're not going to kill your horse going right into it.
0: You mean you'd kill your horse again? They already killed your horse. <laughs> this is the it's second replacement horse.
3: I've moved on, Tom.
0: Can't even honor his memory. That's you don't even thing. remember all what I, you named is... him. You don't even know what you named him. Did I you? don't.
2: I know Kage. Kage is my new boy. That, that's my new horse. Yeah, it's Kage. Yeah. I think my first horse was Nobu. Yeah, same. There Kage. we go. Yeah.
3: There we go. Yeah. He's same.
0: just saying things so it makes no, him seem uh, like he remembers. And you know
3: what? Fine, no, I named Nobu, I named him
2: Nobu because that was the name of the bad guy in Daredevil season one. <laughs> mm,
4: my first one was Sora because of Kingdom
2: Hearts. Boo. Boo. I mean. <laughs> Boo.
0: All right. Anyway, as you are searching around. Oh, also, if you uh, you can bury your boatman
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a nice little doodly do with that.
3: There's a handful of times in this game where you can go back and have like one more interaction with something mm-hmm. that I think is really meaningful and touching and it's not like detrimental to any story point in any way like it's not like forced upon you in any story point but it's just another thing that you can do i think it's really cool
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah there's a lot of little after after touches you can do too Um, an, an
3: epilogue basically for each story point and i think that's really cool
0: so you come across the peasant who says you saw your horse because obviously you find tracks. You start following your tracks. You come upon a peasant. He's like, Oh, he saved me. And there was a fucking snake that was going to eat my brains. And the horse killed him and <laughs> ran away. And then you, so you keep following the tracks and you find uh, a Mongol with his fucking skull caved in. As your horse just beat the piss out of him. You come <laughs> on, you, you, you keep going and you find your horse and he's surrounded by, or he knocks a bunch of Mongols down, leaving like, Two or three, I think, for you to kill. After you kill them, you can call them. And then this is when you learn your brand new charge technique, which is quite fun, just blowing Mm -hmm. through groups of the Eagle tribe. So obviously, you just get the mechanic. Here's a bunch of Mongols. You just start charging through them all. So as you make your way up the path, knocking all these Mongols down, you hear somebody yelling in the distance. Uh, As you get to him and free him of the Mongols, it is the same guy who somehow made it up the hill faster than you. <laughs> um, after almost being killed by a snake, and it gets captured by the Mongols, and your horse saves him again. So there's a nice little scene, like the after, you know, uh, when it goes a lost friend completed, and it's like him like petting your horse and, you know, feeding him. It's a nice little. He's he loves your horse, and probably stole him and replaced it with something else. But he thanks him for saving him twice, and that is the end of a lost friend. So now we are on to the eagle's cry. Do eagles cry?
2: Eagle. Eagle! <laughs> Real quick on the
1: uh, horse charge, no. I'm
4: like, okay, uh, I'm like kind of <laughs> jealous of people who get to play this as just part of the game. Both because I think it's great for Jin's story before you, quote unquote, end Jin's story at the end of uh, the game, and also because they get to just like take the abilities like the horse charge and the saddlebag that you get later, which is very useful oh, yes. with yeah. them into the main game, which is awesome.
0: But do you think a lot of people playing it were like, "I'm going to do this"? Since they've, ne- if like, if they haven't played it before, they're going to like, "I'm going to do this and now. I'm going to go do this DLC, and now I'm going to come back to this." Well, they or do you might think know, people are competing. Not, they the might not know team? the
3: difference. Yeah,
4: yeah, I think if people are just yeah. buying it, like it's not like they present it as DLC. They present it as this is very hard, so maybe people would cower mm-hmm. away from it because of that. But otherwise, yeah, isn't there I mean, like a warning so before you do it, like that
0: this mm-hmm. is, yeah, like that before you, have you to leave finish the island
3: story before you can come back to the main island.
0: You don't have to finish. The whole thing of Iki, you you only have to get so far, and then you can tra- you, know, you can fast travel. I think it's after. Oh, I thought you had to
3: finish the whole. No, nah.
0: You can. Yeah, like, it says that fast travel after, is like, the again or something. Oh, fourth, okay, fourth, yeah,
4: yeah. It maybe it's after you help the raider leader lady, and she likes you. She's like, yeah, you can fune. use our boats to leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just gonna say the the, the horse charge is the most satisfying when you see a bridge that enemies are on.
1: Yeah, and they're stuck. Like You know
0: they can't get past you. And just they
2: got <laughs> nowhere to go. It's
0: like bowling, <laughs> except over the edge of that bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially once you get it up, because you basically just keep gaining resolve as you're mowing them down, so you can just keep going round and round mm-hmm. and round. We'll get to that in one or the other.
2: I will say and... that the, the charge technique did make me actually do something I didn't really do in the main game, which was have combat on horseback. It was actually really fun to be able to walk around and like, you know, do drive bys and take swipes at people, and then turn around and go back and do it again. It was something that I never really did before in the game, but it was still pretty effective, honestly. Yeah, I think it's one of the things that this game has
3: always done well is they give you so many ways to play and to fight and to tackle any obstacle in a way that you want to do it. And I think it's they excel even more in this by adding that technique to the to the fold, you know it's like i started to do that as well as charge into a group of enemies then i would jump off to a critical strike
1: mm-hmm. and
3: throw a smoke bomb do a couple of stabby stabs <laughs> get my resolve up you know stabby stabby. just it's just great It's just and it feels so fucking good that's like <laughs> that's the thing that's the craziest about it right is like they have all these different techniques and ways that you can play and it just it all feels so good and it's so seamless Ugh, it makes no sense Makes no yeah, mistake. one
0: thing I forgot about was the fucking blow darts, man. Once I remembered Dude, the I, hallucination yeah. blow, darts. The the blow darts, I was just making those. And then poison, and they're just vomiting. It's yeah, like- <laughs> the
3: blow darts are so op, it's, <sighs> and know. they give you so many options to pick up poison as you're going through. There are so many of those so purple many. plants. I was poisoning so many motherfuckers. It was crazy, but it's it works so well because it's also like you poison them, but then it's like a distraction, and they all group around the person that's like. Vomiting to death, and then you can go in and just do a chance. Yeah.
0: Well, that's like I even like, forgot boom, about boom, boom, like the firecrackers and stuff at the end. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, I still have more stuff in my pouches, and I've already beaten the fucking story of the game. And I am like, oh, I didn't even use like half the shit that I'm able to use. So, it's cool. Cool. all right. So, yeah, Good crying eagles.
3: Good game.
0: <laughs> We're heading up to Fort Sakai, and we find a group of women fleeing from the fort. You defeat their pursuers, and they tell you stay the fuck away. And clearly, you listen. And that's the end of the game because you just go home. You're like, I don't need my dad's fort back. For that. Um, so, about yeah, you Fortnite. fight your way through the uh, fortnight. Why isn't Jin in Fortnite yet? Yeah. <laughs>
2: this,
0: this thing what on? said we get Will Smith. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> get a All samurai right. sword as your, as your pickaxe.
3: Yeah, that's right. I, I have, have a
2: samurai sword as my pickaxe now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you fight your way on the outer areas of the fort. As you get to the gate... You pass through the gate, and it's like, oh, we're going to do a nice little duel here. Slow motion, let's look at each other. Ooh, stare down. Boom, let's just throw a shit ton of flash bombs at you and get knocked out. (laughs) Uh, You wake up in the stocks with the eagle pacing in front of you. You tell her you killed her scouts. You defeated Koshin Khan, and that tomorrow, 1,000 samurai will storm the shores of Iki. She seems less than impressed and scoops up some weird crap from the cauldron, takes a little sippy sip, and then forces you to drink it. Which it, it probably tastes like raspberries or something. So it's probably pretty good. Uh, got a
3: you <laughs> gotta talk about that white eye of hers. I mean, cataract, it's like black, and
0: white. I don't know, man. Looks like she's got oh, a fucked yeah. up eye.
3: I forgot you get the black and white mode. Everybody's <laughs> eyes are white in your your game. <laughs> oh my god, her eyes are normal. What is wrong? <laughs> well, I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to know more about how she got that white eye. You know. Okay. No, never found out.
0: We should have asked her. Why didn't she ask her?
3: Yeah, she wasn't talkative.
0: All right. <laughs> she was actually fairly talkative.
5: Um, she wanted
3: to know about you, though.
5: She was questionative. Yeah, what she, she was,
3: was way more concerned about me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she so you ask her what you or what she made you drink. Um, she replies, it's sacred medicine. And she says, save your strength. This is the easy part. Jin replies, you won't break me. And she says, you were already broken ages ago. She releases your spirit to travel the underworld and face the judgment of your ancestors. And then you pass up. And you see your father Sessin again as he's reaching for you. Why aren't you helping me, you dirty little bitch? And That's what he says. you awaken to <laughs> Yuna's voice calling for you. You recover your gear. You head with her to escape until you come upon a pit where you see your father asking you why you didn't help him. But along the way, she's asking uh, you all these questions. And, yeah, have- um... Obviously, we have a, like, Smithy wrote a question. Did you guys buy the whole Unis come to break me out thing at all? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. But yeah. he says, I'm pretty sure that between the convenience of it and the fact that everything still had a purple hue. No, it did not have a purple hue. It was normal black and white. It had a purple uh, hue. Come. He caught on almost immediately. <laughs> so. Uh,
5: yeah, I knew immediately we were in some kind of trip. Yeah, it yeah, didn't make that, sense why she would have been there.
2: Yeah, as soon as she showed up and she was like, I broke you out. I was like. My first in reaction was again. <laughs> this is even the first time that like he's been caught and she's broken him out, and, and I was just like that. That feels a little lazy. And then as soon as she started asking him questions, and he was, she was like, "So are the samurai really coming?" It's like why would she she doesn't know that she doesn't know that he said that and then he was there that's how i knew. yeah uh, and like then he never and told then... anybody he just got on the boat and left <laughs> yeah and well, then she was, soon...
0: no she was there when he left mm-hmm. like yeah. she's literally on yeah, Tsushima he when he leaves the he island left
3: by himself like
2: uh, what she's right, right but i'm sure he
0: said up. where he was going because he he told her mm-hmm. about the island and the eagle
2: yeah but as as soon as uh she asked him that. I was like, she doesn't yeah. know that he said that. And then when he immediately was like, no, I lied about that. I was like, oh, no, this, this is a swerve. This, he's going to get got <laughs> and it was apparently clear, <laughs> literally know. just the eagle talking to him. And mm-hmm. He thought it was, you know, the entire time. Yeah. And to so get away, bad. he eats himself off a cliff. So,
0: yeah. So you're just giving all this information up as you approach <laughs> this nice pit with a bunch of corpses and your father standing in the middle of it, asking why don't you help me? And then you turn to see that the eagle is now, or Yuna, and that you have been giving her information all along. She tells you the visions are just the beginning. She tells you that without her help, the fear and the pain will overwhelm you. She wants to guide you through the horror. It will purge the guilt from your spirit, and together you will tame the island and finish what your father started. Help her defeat the raiders of Iki Island, avenge your father, and then you pass out in a pit of corpses. Which is clearly how I would want to finish that scenario. Uh, You wake up as a little boy, and you're running around, uh, I assume, what is the gorge. But at this time, I don't think we really know that. You're just in this canyon. And you keep hearing your father calling for you. The eagle is talking as well, saying that you failed him. You pass many corners where you see your father's shadow, talking about how much of a little bitch you are, and you're a poet, and you're not a warrior. (laughs) I mean, essentially, that is what he says. He
3: doesn't call you a bitch, I don't think.
0: I mean, (laughs) basically calls you weak and feeble and you're not just a samurai not
3: super proud
0: it's more than Come not on. proud so, yeah you're right he's not proud he just says you're gonna let your fi- family down you're a horrible samurai um he also speaks of how soft you are so yeah see, he's very proud of you as you run through the dark ravine farther you continue hallucinating eventually ending with another vision of your father being killed which ends up being a man named Tenzo, killing a Mongol and saving you, taking you to safety. As you and Tenzo speak, he refuses to let you talk down to him, because uh, he's not below you, because you think you're better because you're a samurai. He asks why a samurai would be on the island that hates him, and tells him why, why you are there and what happened with the eagle. He's surprised that you can even hold a conversation with him after drinking medicine, as he has never seen that before. Jin asks Tenzo, "When will it wear off?" He responds, "As far as he does, it doesn't." And he tells you to meet him at a farmhouse on the western coast. Scene. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything? <laughs> what do you uh, think of Tenzo? What's your first? What's your first thought of Tenzo? Uh,
5: I like him. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I like him right off the bat. He's
5: remind he's, me of he's, Tanaka.
2: Yes. He 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 also reminds me a lot of just the the protagonist of um, Rashomon that that old Kurosawa film. Mm-hmm. Um, just just I feel like he was very much a side character that we hadn't quite gotten yet, which is just just a, a a down and dirty, doesn't care about samurai, doesn't recognize any of that crap. Which I think Jin probably needs a little bit because his whole story arc was definitely you know. Do I uphold the honor of the samurai or do I do things my way? And this guy clearly is here just going, like, yeah, do whatever you want. You know, like, I'll do whatever I want, that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think he was a good side of character to have with Jin because it, it forces Jin to be in a position where he has to earn somebody's trust. In a very difficult way, because on Sushima, if he rolls up and saves somebody from Mongols, ninety percent of the time they're like, "Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you so much, you're a brave samurai." Oh my god! And this guy's like, eh, what are you? I, don't, "I don't care, get out of here, I'll kill you too." Um, so it, it was kind of nice to have that that dynamic of somebody not pretty much falling over themselves because Jin is here to save the day.
0: Yeah, yeah It knocks him down a peg or two. Yeah, he tries to ground him.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: All right. Uh, raiders return. Uh, Tenzo agrees to take you to his raider friends. And on the way, Tenzo calls, he calls the um, samurai invasion, the Sakai invasion at this point. Speaking of when your father came to the island years ago, he scoffs at the mention of your father trying to bring law and order to the island. Here's your first choice in your conversations. You have a choice to respond to watch what you say or both sides were to blame. I responded with both sides were to blame for what had happened in the island. And Tenzo agrees Same. and says he has never seen a pretty war.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume that
0: pretty, most pretty of the um, choices I made in the conversation are probably going to be what everybody chose. As I don't yeah. think anybody <laughs> was the asshole.
2: Yeah, but I wasn't about to. Maybe you could
0: surprise either. me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't we'll about see. to be
2: rude to the dude who was showing me around. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the only ally we've met on this island where yeah. everything's tried to kill us.
0: Yeah. Even the monkeys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm.
5: hopped right up and started to strangle me, Tom.
0: Dirty bastards rubbing their little bare-ass butts in your face. That's <laughs> right. Uh, so as you go along, you find a group of Mongols. So you just take them out pretty easy. After slaying them, you find the raiders have sealed off the entrance to the hideout, and you must find another way... That leads you around the cliffs, which this is a pretty cool scenery as you're like scaling around, trying to get gain entrance. Uh, again, using your new mechanic of the grappling pole. The whole time as you're moving, the eagle begins talking to you, saying that Tenzo is leading you to murderous people who killed your father. Once you get to the gate, uh, he says from here on in, it's all on his head. And here's another choice. You can choose to tell him to watch his tone or that he can trust you. I responded that he can trust me. Yes, I am. <laughs>
2: yep, same yep. here.
0: On the way to Fune, he tells you how he once saw her drown a man by tying him up and leaving him in the high tide, and another time that she tied a man to the mast of his ship and let the gulls eat away at him. Mm. And you find more people that are like batshit insane from the sacred medicine. Clearly, you begin to think that well, I'm very well off as I can still walk, and these people are just like rolling on the ground, spouting gibberish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, making it to Fune, her and Tenzo, and yourself devise a plan to take down the Mongol warship out on the coast that is causing havoc in the coming storm. They will hijack the resupply ship and take it down. Uh, yeah, what like do you guys I'm
4: think of Fune? Well, re- real quick, I want to say I like that you pass by Tenzo's house and uh, find out that he basically gave up his house to these patients mm-hmm. uh, who are suffering from the medicine. I think it's good character building for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, yeah. Shows how much he really cares for these people around him.
2: Yeah, and that he he he. You find that out, but by, by somebody saying that they needed more rags to help the sick, and he literally just says, "Go, go, take some of my shirts and cut them up." Yep. Good dude. Uh, Good but guy. Fude
5: like stiff leader, right? She's she, she mm-hmm. realizes her people are in a tough place, and she's not gonna stand there and uh cry and be a coward about it she you know gonna put up the best fight she absolutely can try to help her people i like fune mm-hmm.
2: same here you know you right right when you get on the island you think when you meet tenzo like oh, it's gonna, gonna be tough to earn this guy's trust and then you meet fune <laughs> and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. tenzo's been nice to me so far yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one
3: of the things I think this game does really well. Uh, even the original before this expansion was like strong women characters within for this sure. island, which is really hard to do in a setting where, you know, back in that time period, women weren't necessarily sought after for their mm-hmm. uh, roles in society. <laughs> you know, they weren't the ones who were leading. You know, they're very subordinate. And, you know, mm-hmm. to have these strong female characters and like leading these, uh, people and to be taking charge, I think is is uh, just a really nice thing. I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's just...
2: I mean, and each with their own unique motivations, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, which really complement, in my opinion, a lot of the things that Jen is struggling with, too. Like, I mean, I feel like Yuna and, and Lady Masako, even though they're both clearly 100% on his side, are very two sides of things Jen is struggling with. Like, Yuna is clearly you know, leading him down that path that that helps him become the ghost. And Lady Masako is purely out for revenge to live up for her, like, for her family. Yeah, it's like a revenge
3: versus any means necessary versus Mm -hmm. honor. Yeah. Versus, like, and then even with uh, Fune, it's, like, just duty Yeah, on top of that. You know, it's it's something Mm -hmm. that you see Jin struggle with the entire time, and it's completely mirrored in these, like, three strong female characters. I Mm -hmm. think it's a really interesting
2: choice even the side ones too, like Tomoe is kind of gen seeing like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is what I like. If I don't, if I'm not too careful, this is what I could become. Uh, and then like, we have a good, uh, ver- like not a version, but another person, Lady Sanjo in um, um- Umogi Cove, which is essentially a, that little like pirate hideaway on the main island. She's in charge there. And then you meet um on this island in one of the side missions, uh, Sugi, yeah. who is, probably one of my favorite characters in the whole game and she's in it for all of 30 minutes
5: yeah yeah she's a real badass
2: yeah (laughs) she got a cool hat
0: yes (laughs) so now we are at Jin from miyarakawa
5: which is the name of your armor if you were wearing that and, and the name you've been giving everybody since arriving yeah. on Iki. Oh
2: yeah, I'm Jin I'm from yarakawa That's me. And I love that they all repeat the whole thing yeah. as if they're not clearly, just clearly with that inflection of like, whenever somebody says like whatever you say, Jin from yarakawa like they all had this inflection yeah. Of like, yeah right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're not who <what> you <laughs> say you <laughs> are. Whatever you want to tell
5: us, go right
0: ahead. So you start this in the camp, and you find Tenzo interrogating a Mongol, and basically telling. He just kills him. And Tenzo and Jin talk a little bit. He's like, why did you kill him so soon? He's like, he already told me everything he needed to know. He's like, uh-huh. what did he tell you? You'll find out later. blah blue. Italy da. Let's go hijack a boat. Um, So you wait for night and there's a bunch of fog so you can go down and start heading towards the boat. And as you're going down, you have a conversation with Tenzo. And he asks if you're still think, seeing things, and you said yes. Things you would like to forget, Tenza asks, like what? Getting blood stains on your favorite silk hakama? <laughs> Just taking nice little jabs at Jin for being so proper, and really, what's the worst that could happen? And he's like, well, worse than that, and he asks you, what, I'll bite. What can uh, possibly have been worse that you've seen? And you tell him about uh, your father dying with you in battle, or basically getting killed in front of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he just apologizes. And that's kind of the end of that little conversation. And uh, so then you get down kill a bunch of dirty Mongols, get to the boats, and How do you know they're
5: dirty, Tom. Maybe they bathed recently. They don't look like they're very
0: <laughs> clean. And there's only like six different models, so they're probably still all dirty. <laughs> So you get to the boats and you begin heading to the supply ship and the fog begins to lift. The ship sees you coming and just begins to like open fire. You offer to sneak around because you're the ghost and take them all from behind. Which uh this is a nice little area I like this all the little different layers. You can you can get everybody cuz nobody's paying attention to you. They're like shooting cannons off and arrows and it, uh, it's just basically a Let's get behind and see how many people we can assassinate. This was one of the areas
3: where I felt like I really used everything in my arsenal. Like it was Mm -hmm. like that moment was like, okay, um, now I'm back in it hot and heavy. Let's go into the grab bag and see how I want to tackle this thing. And then like using the environment as well, because there was a lot of explosive barrels that they had laying around and like hanging crates that you could drop on top of people. So like luring people underneath crates and dropping crates on them was like a really fun puzzle. I, I love mm-hmm. when I can approach their combat like a complex puzzle and just do it my own way. So, yeah, I uh, I
5: also adore this part of the game, having to sneak around and slaughter these Mongols to save our friends yeah. and keep the attack going. It was it was a blast. Great setup.
4: Yeah, th- it is interesting that none of the like raiders on the island ever question a samurai doing shit i mean you did it a lot you became the ghost because of (laughs) the stuff but like this is not samurai shit Mm -hmm. and they know you're a samurai but they never like care
5: yeah the only time it's brought up is when you're like getting into uh is it kitafune village not uh wherever you meet fune um and like as you're like hopping along the rock walls tenzo's like well i've never seen a samurai do that
3: you want to trade places Nope, go right ahead. That's uh <laughs> Yeah, it's in the, the grassy area, right? Where everything's covered in grass.
5: Uh while well, you're climbing along the rocks to get into the town when the first storm Yeah, you can
3: like go around
2: oh, one
5: side yeah. and
0: he's just like standing on the path. Yeah.
2: I yeah. wanna also point out too that this game, I think it was in one of the I don't remember if it was in one of the directors' cut not the director's cut, the um deluxe edition like making of stuff or if it was just in a separate interview but they did have like a japanese historian talking about the the code of honor that samurai have and he was watching a lot of the stuff in the game and there was a point i think they showed him the point where lord shimura initially like is disgusted with you for <laughs> stabbing somebody from behind and he was the guy mute was like yeah that's that's very dramatized he's like yeah you're a samurai and you got a code of honor but I, if you're if you're out there killing people like they didn't care. It's just like it, it, <laughs> as long as you are the one who is still alive, nobody cared. <laughs> so I, I thought that was very very interesting to hear and that that that's goes back to what I was saying that they very much took a lot of the things from those old dramatized films of samurai with that strict code of honor. It's a one-on-one fight, face-to-face, and in reality, it was like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll kill him with a pot to the back of the head if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I will stab this man with a fork, I swear. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, beat him with a fish.
2: That's
0: right. Yeah, so we get the boat and destroy all of the evil Mongols who are, may or may not be dirty, I guess. And then we hit set sail for the warship, um, discussing our plans. Of, you're saying you can, or Jin saying that he can get on board and how was it like open up its belly with the black powder, something like that? Some weird thing that he says. And basically, that's what you do: you get on board and fight a bunch of Mongols, find the black powder stock, and make it go boom, boom. A
3: Be
1: another
3: Fun a fight
0: pool. sequence. Mm-hmm. Was it was a fight sequence. I don't remember it being like differing a lot.
3: No, it's just, I just, think so I, far, just I another fun fight sequence where every know.
5: fight sequence is a fun fight sequence. I think it's the point Tyler's <laughs> yeah. trying to like, here.
0: <laughs> but before, like coming into it, like the part before this very much overshadowed this actual boat fight. Yeah. Because this actual boat fight just seemed very much like a lot of the ones that you do in the co-op legend stuff yeah where you're running to the boats and it's just
2: here's a bunch of guys kill them it it was the i feel like the first big fight sequence in the story for icky yeah
1: that
2: was uh so that 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 was just kind of nice to finally have some of this stuff come to a head a little early on
5: isn't it nice that they allow you to redo like mongol camps now like i want to fight more yeah (laughs) go to the menu refresh it
0: I get to fight more. And duels, too. Yeah, and duels. That's yeah. what I was about to
2: say. Being able to redo the duels is so awesome. Like, getting to do that, that Ghost of Yarikawa duel, again, is is one of my favorite things. But, yeah, I I, I will say about Iki, since the island is much smaller than the main st- mainland, there is a, like, if you're just riding around, there are so many more just random Mongol patrols compared to, to the main island. So even then it definitely feels like uh in the in the main story when I'm just you know exploring I'll see like a few Mongol enemies pop up every now and then and be like, hey d haven't you guys heard I can you know you lost. But in this island I'm like I after beating the story there were still so many of them and I was like, did I do anything here? Like there's still like a hundred <laughs> of these guys.
0: <laughs> I felt like running around on Iki. I was finding more archer challenges than actual Mongol crowds. <laughs> Like everywhere it like turn, every there's just a bunch of those freaking archers just shooting <laughs> yeah. off into the distance. Like,
2: what the hell? Just Look, just they only were. shoot at
5: targets; otherwise, they might help against the Mongols. That's yeah. <laughs>
1: the... Yeah, that was but... one,
2: that was actually one of the things I really liked about coming up on the random Mongol patrols was having raiders actually show up and help you. Yeah, two. yeah that, yeah, that, that was a really a cool too. Oh, I only had
0: it happen like three times, so it's kind of like,
2: and that you can actually talk to them after, and they'll they'll say some variation of like, "We were following you. We thought you could use some help." I just yeah. thought that that was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another version
3: where they're like, "Oh, you helped us out on our ambush. We were going to come for these guys anyways." It was like, <laughs> "That's right. Yes, you were. And they were going to get it."
4: it yeah, being to able challenge. to being able to redo the uh, the raids and also the fact that there's just a lot of patrols here will be very helpful for anybody looking to get the platinum now because I remember it was a big pain in the butt to finish off the last trophy I needed for the platinum because I think. There's a trophy for wearing the Sakai armor and getting a five mm-hmm. chain, which is not yeah. that difficult, but you need to find a five chain, which is very hard when you've already cleared the entire original Tsushima Island.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Those, you should uh, have those... just did it right away then.
4: <laughs> nah, are... I was a ghost, man. I fucked shit up from stealth. I played it like Assassin's Creed mostly.
2: <laughs> That's right. Also, speaking of playing it like Assassin's Creed, I love that you can grapple up on the uh, slack lines now. Yes. That that's that's yeah, a really a cool, cool addition. <laughs> so just just more uh, traversal options in general. So it was really fun to be able to like jump off of a very high cliff or something, and then like literally latch onto like a slack line or something on your way down. Yep, just another cool little addition. I feel like.
0: I think I actually found myself riding the horse more just because of the charge move. Like in mm-hmm. the actual Tsushima Island, I was running around a lot more just on foot,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: really using the horse at all, but with the added mechanic of that charge. Um, I was definitely riding the horse a lot more.
2: Yep. That good old boost.
0: Uh, so as we are headed back towards the shore, we have a nice little conversation with Denzo, and he confronts about you, about who you really are and calls you Lord Sakai. And cause you guys, have, he's kind of been on and off like this whole little boat trip you've been on. And you're kind of like, what's, What's the stick up your ass? He's like, we don't need to talk about this now. Let's get the job done. So now he confronts you, calls you Lord Sakai. And he's like, well, who told you that? Is that what the Mongol said before you killed him? It's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, if Fune finds out, she's going to fucking cut your balls off and wear him as a chin. What was that? It'll
1: It'll
0: be the sack chin.
2: So I, I also, can... in, it it is really funny that Jen's like pretty much like how'd you know when like yeah. if you play. All of the side missions, there are at least two or three where like he just gets fed up with somebody saying one bad thing about the samurai. And he's like, I'm Sakai, and they're like, what? And like he expects them, <laughs> he expects them to be like, what? And instead, even like these old men are just like, you better get out of here, for I'll beat the crap out of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, it's so funny that he's like, how do you know? And then like, there's so many side missions where he just blatantly, <laughs> within thirty seconds, is like, don't you know who I am? <laughs>
0: But yeah, so Jin tells Tenzo, he's like, well, this is what the eagle wants. Like, She told him that God, she wanted that Mongol to tell you who he was because that's what she wants, is for them to be divided, to fight against each other um, instead of fighting against her. Um, through all this, you end up finding out that Tenzo was once married, but uh, his wife did not make it through childbirth, and that these are his people, and if they found out that he brought the son of the Butcher of Iki to them, they would kill him no matter what. And you assure him that it will stay between the two of you.
3: Great fucking character building. Love mm-hmm. this. Love this dialogue between these two. At this moment, I was like, I I love this story that they're telling right here. And it as we go on, it just gets better in my opinion. Yep. This this shit's yep. great.
0: So we're now at the lightning in the storm. And you are headed to take back Fort Sakai. While it is not guarded so heavily. Um, you end up talking to Fune and a bunch of her men are being held there and forced to drink the poison. Uh, basically you just head back to the fort. And as you're going through the fort, you're just unlocking cages so, and there, her men are just fighting along with you um, against the evil Eagle tribe. Uh, as you start getting closer to the main camp, you start to hallucinate more um, and you make it to an area and she's like, Isn't this just like the night where your father uh strung up a bunch of hungry peasants on like staked them to the ground <laughs> and then just flashes this, I don't
5: know. You not giggle a at great, that time, isn't funny? Not a
0: great scene. <laughs> um is there's a, just a bunch of people staked to the like posts off in the distance as your father's kind of just being like, ha 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 ha.
5: ha. Yeah, oh, which is funny. One of those uh, memories of the the past you do where you, like, get a vision of you uh, being with your father during the Sakai invasion, as all the Iki Island residents refer to it, Uh, his dad, like, you you ask your dad, like, why did it have to be this way? These were unarmed, like, farmers, uh, and your dad's response was like sometimes what is right is not easy or something like that oh, uh,
0: he has a similar line to that it's at the end it's um he said because Jin's talking to him this is like the very very end and he's like they say that we have done terrible things and his dad says sometimes the things that are necessary are terrible
5: that's the one uh yeah, that's which, like very end that's such a crap
2: line mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just an easy out for doing crappy things when yeah. you're in charge.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, also, I mean, like, it comes to show that his father is not a very good person.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. he's not. He's a bad guy. Yeah, it yeah. just as as you go through those memories, it just keeps getting worse too. Uh, and and it honestly kind of speaks to what you were saying at the very beginning, Tyler, like these kind of gender roles from the past. In that he was a bad father because one of the reasons anyways that I feel like he was a bad father is because when Jin's mother died, Jin was very young. And his father just kind of was like, well, crap, I got to raise a kid now. Wasn't she supposed to do that? Like that was that mm-hmm. was literally his reaction. And yeah, it's a that's horrible a, one. <laughs> <that's> literally <laughs> yeah.
0: in this like, pretty much in that same conversation where he says that yeah. is Jin calling him out saying he didn't he needed he did what was necessary on the battlefield, not what was at home. And yeah. your father responds that after his mother died, he didn't know how to raise a son. He only knew how to raise a samurai.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, great fucking line. That's amazing writing. <laughs> that's yeah, a good that's line. That's really good. I think it's mm-hmm. great.
0: Yeah, I yeah, do. That's also, also think... end game. Uh, Let story. Chris
3: talk. <laughs> it's fine. No, everybody can
4: talk. Everybody can talk. Okay.
3: Okay, uh... I'm throwing a wrench in. No, here. <laughs> that's Tyler's job. Just uh... that wrench there. <laughs> yeah i I I got a bad hand i can't throw anything right now
4: (laughs) i think it's interesting that uh like throughout the entire main game your uncle is like obviously you know all about the honor code and like (laughs) thinks you're a piece of shit for not obeying the honor code but like your dad was raising villages of innocent people Mm -hmm. on his command apparently so oh yeah i don't know where he gets there's a lot of
3: dialogue with that as well where he talks about your uncle shimura and how like they aren't the same at all and like he is he is so bound by honor and he's like i don't i don't see things that way
5: yeah i i did that an excuse
3: for that as well Mm
5: -hmm. i did that like just before recording uh i remember it was like uh let let uh let lord Shimura deal with paperwork in the jito yeah Uh, clan sakai is the lightning in the storm yeah like where the soldiers on the battlefield
4: yeah which is also cool line so i guess like a The, the best interpretation is just that the uncle is bearing the crimes of Clan Sakai to keep their, <laughs> Jin's keep their father, reputation.
2: Jun's father is 100% that line of like cool motive, still murder.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like every line he says, you're like, whoa, that's badass. You still suck, though. <laughs> <laughs> Great
0: writing. I hate you so much. Yeah. Um, but you come out of the little uh hallucination you have of your father staking peasants to poles that are hungry, and you get to duel with Kunbish. Right? That's that guy's oh, name. Yeah. And yes. I will tell you right now that on Lethal Plus, this duel is very hard. <laughs> um, it took me a while to get the motions down, but once I got it, you could basically break each weapon he had. Um and, and got a lot easier because he rotates weapons right he's got all three yeah yeah so yeah if you time it right you can break each weapon and he throws it off to the side and just goes to the next weapon right away but if you can get rid of him to get him to get rid of that fucking shield right away it's a lot better <laughs> yeah uh but it was also very fun i liked
3: uh i really enjoyed this fight yeah, it's great. It's a great fight. And then he, like, I love how at the end he just, run, like, he runs away. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Get <laughs> him! But, yeah, so uh,
0: as he runs away, did you just book straight for him, or did you start killing guys?
3: I lost him. I couldn't see him. Oh, I, like, I, I fucking I chased his
0: little ass down. I didn't even care about all the other guys, <laughs> because all of the men you freed from Fune's gang were taking care of them. I'm like, screw it. I'm chasing this little bastard down. And he goes into that uh, temple, and you catch up to him, like, on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what y'all. You know, he tells you you're wasting your gift, and he's like, "You're those visions and everything. They're only going to get worse." And then you fucking just kill him and
3: throw him over the balcony well, in front of his men. He, he tells you like her plan is to make him one of her shamans, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that was
2: before the duel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When he when he started running away, I immediately pulled out my bow because his run <laughs> animation pretty much looked like every Mongol who runs away that you can one shot with your bow. And when I couldn't one shot him, I, that's what made me like pissed off and go after him. <laughs> <laughs> 20,
0: arrows this guy's the back. triple arrow knock, yeah. where you get to load up the three,
2: and then you realize that you know it's it's you know supposed to be like that, but yeah, it has
0: to play out.
2: <laughs> legitimately, was like making me mad because I was like audibly chasing him, going like, "Get back here!
1: What are you doing? Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the one uh, who hunts." Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you kill them, toss them over, and then you just start burning all of the eagle stuff, mm-hmm. all the tents and whatnot. And then we're on to the massacre of Kitafure Village. Yeah. yeah. Well, These
4: back-to-back lightning and the storm and massacre at Kitafune Village, or Kitafure, or Fune, Zafune,
1: Kitafune. Fure. I wrote Kitafure.
3: Kitafure. Okay. F U R E, I I believe.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah the, these back-to-back missions are both just, like, these awesome giant war missions that, like, in the base game, you would get basically at the end of each act, and the fact that they're just back-to-back here is mm-hmm. amazing. It was great.
3: And you get, like, a bunch of good-ass dialogue in it, too. It's, like, not even just that you're getting these epic fights and, like, these awesome moments, but it's, like, you get this, like, really good dialogue in between as well. It's it's great.
5: Uh, oh, God. So the... Who's the leader of the eagle tribe again? I'm having, is it just the Miss eagle? eagle. <laughs> just the eagle? Yeah, I Remember they gave her an actual name. She says a number of times, uh, make me whole again. Or like in your dreams, in your like drug state, you hear make me whole again a number of times, right? Which my note here is, I just beat Dead Space 2.
0: That's mm-hmm. a big no for me, thank you. <laughs> she just yeah, wants
3: man. your,
0: Mark, your eyeball here. or whatever to put in her apparent white eye. Yeah. Make her That's whole it. again.
2: It. It was also kind of nice in this mission to see Jin, like the infallible Jin Sakai, literally like screw things up for, right from the beginning um, mm-hmm. when when you're on this mission. Because this, is, this feels like a very, a much larger version of a uh, survival wave in um, Legends because fireworks go off and that's where the enemies are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've really enjoyed how, like f- for the most part, the visions were not super consequential consequential so far just because you'll see things and that's about it but i like that it actually you know they were being sneaky and they were looking for the eagle and Jin's like oh my god she's right over there and everybody's like no no she's not and Jin's already like running off like trying to kill her (laughs) and then they kill everybody they're like you gave away our position and he's like yeah but i killed the eagle and everybody's like no you didn't <laughs> she's not even here <laughs> so i i thought that that was a a really unique way to actually have i was just waiting were, for them though, to be like they're living in she's living in your head rent free bro <laughs> <laughs> the one I, I legitimately was afraid that he was accidentally killing one of the other um groups of raiders that yeah that's, that's what, what i was, was thinking yeah was, for yeah. like Funi or something yeah like. that's, yeah yeah look yeah. that would have been awful Mm-hmm. But it, it it was cool to see the visions actually have real consequences during one of the missions.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the way this starts off, the eagle is hunting for you. Fune asks why she wants you alive. At this point, you can say, I don't know. Or you can say, because I escaped when I first got here. I said it's because I escaped when I first got here. Same here. Yep. <clears throat> After she had captured me and made me drink the sweet, sweet yum yum juice.
3: It's just like DMT, right?
0: No,
5: DMT only lasts for 10 or 15 minutes. That's, this is definitely... This is a stronger drug.
0: Don't ask me how like, I know like um, gummy bears. The gummy berry juice. So that's what she gave them.
2: Or, me- or meth. Or meth. <laughs> <laughs> gummy Mets. berry
0: juice is very similar to meth. And that's why they were all bouncing around. <laughs> Unless you don't know what the gummy bears are. From Disney. In which case... Oh, look it up. Fun little cartoon. I'm old.
2: No, gummy bear
0: gummy berry (laughs) juice is what they would drink
2: um i could sing the
0: song for if you would like to but i
5: I love how this game plays with the main menu like like in the base game once you beat the game you get the mask hanging off the sword and then here Mm -hmm. like if you pause you know in the game and come back like it's got a drug effect it's got that hate that purple haze to the whole main menu Yes, it does, Tom. Yes, no, it does. I know you're playing in curse mode, and you're there actually colorblind. No haze. <laughs> but there's a purple haze on the main menu, like you're on, like you're on a drug trip. I think it's great that they even tie the main menu into whatever it is you're doing in the game. It's almost like, oh, I just, I, you know, I took a break from this game for two days. I come back, and as soon as you see the main menu, you start getting like hints and clues. I dropped. I, I hit the keyboard, and <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself.
0: Don't start doing uh, this again.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you just start to get hints and clues of, like, what's been happening, what's going on. It already starts
0: to, like, perk your memory as to where you were, what's been going on in the story. Yeah, because in the first game, that was just how they broke up the acts. Like, each act would have a different picture of what was happening on the intro screen. hmm Yeah. Apparently, there's a Purple Haze. Jimi Hendrix is in the background fucking playing. guitar.
1: He is. In my mind. But,
0: yeah. Anyway, there is no Jimi Hendrix. What? I don't know. Not historically <laughs> accurate. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I said because she had, she had captured me and I escaped. Um, you can find out they are surrounding the raider outpost so you decide to draw them away to Kitafure village and while you were doing recon, the eagle starts to talk to you uh, about you know. how your father put this whole village to the sword and now you will use it. If only they knew the horror you failed to prevent all those years ago. Tenzo confronts you about being here in the village during the samurai invasion while your father was killing everyone. And he said, I used to have a friend that lived here. But after the samurai left, I found his body. But it took me a bunch of weeks to find his head. Eventually, I found it underneath all this mud.
2: I really <laughs> like that line because his next line is, do you have any idea what it's like to find a friend like that? And Jin didn't say it, but Jin could very clearly go, yes.
1: I absolutely do.
2: Yep. <laughs> it was a very big deal about five days ago to me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, mm, I'm just going to keep that one. But instead inside. of looking for it, I was tied up and had to look at it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which I that think is, is more
2: horrendous. Very, yeah. thought that was very it, interesting.
5: I think it's smart of them to let Jin like give Tenzo this moment though. Right. Like if he yeah. would have sat there and been like, Oh yeah, of course I do. Like it, it you know, yeah. Let Tenzo explain himself. what happens a lot really in this
3: expansion too. yeah, is...
2: it, it felt like you was the player like Jin was also like showing you the player to like bite your tongue. you know what I mean? yeah, like not only because you know that's just one more thing to give away to other people who you might be, but just mm-hmm. to you know Jin learning to just shut up and understand that other people are suffering, not just him, right? So he doesn't have his whole Batman complex.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah after this nice little um moment that you have here it goes back to what alex was saying earlier with flares and Uh your hallucination um the horse charge is extremely useful in this entire fight um was i was alluding to earlier where you can literally just keep running around fucking just knocking them over with your horse like i maybe got off my horse to get the shaman who were, like, up on a rock that you could get your horse up to if you wanted to, but it was hard because when it would jump and hit, and by the time you hit charge, you were already shooting off, so you couldn't really hit them. I like
5: that horse charge, but, like, I adore this sword combat so much that I was... I, I'd, like, run through once and then get off to, like, get, get in the middle of the, middle of the shit because I just... Take this out of context. Feel free. I love being in the middle of a group of Mongol men. Like, I just... <laughs> are they throat singing at this time some of them I, I, off in the distance there's a couple uh gurg- gurgly action and then he pulled uh, out his
3: longbow it's crazy
5: <laughs> it's extremely satisfying Take to, uh, my you should have said you should have said blow dart is what you should have said there yeah. tyler uh <laughs> they're, they're <blow> darts. <laughs> there, it, it is extremely satisfying to fight started your way playing skin encounter. flute.
3: <laughs> all right that wasn't no
5: bring stop. the monkeys to me that's a different
0: sanctuary Tom.
2: <laughs> hey i'm just gonna
0: <laughs> now the true colors that come out about our podcast
3: no it's in kurosawa mode what are you talking about there is no color <laughs>
0: <laughs> no there's
3: colors no like a
0: sepia black and black and white it's not really white
3: this is a very
4: uh, white podcast. Uh, yeah, You've called it white so many wish. times, Tom. <laughs> it's like a yellow.
0: More so than a white. A sure. Like a urine wish. yellow. I'm yeah. surprised you
5: can still see color, Tom. <laughs> I'm
2: colorblind. Because he's
4: old? I don't know. I don't
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you get old. Yeah. <laughs> he, he stops seeing old. color. Stop like, seeing color. Uh, all the color
3: <laughs> just fades from the world. As soon as he hit
2: 40. <laughs> That's how the fifties happened. Everybody <laughs> got old. Uh, so yeah, you can do
0: it's like four encounters, and I think the third one is the stealth one where you just sneak around freeing a bunch of guys. I didn't care much for that area, but it was fine. You,
5: you don't have to stealth that.
0: Around. No, you don't have to. But like that, like obviously, if you you can just go in there and start killing them, but. It it mm-hmm. kind of leads you to be like, okay, this is a stealth area now. Nobody knows where you are. You came to this area and they stopped responding, and you find um, the raiders like tied up and shit. Yeah. So you can just sneak around and do diddly do and kill people. Um, and then the last one, you see, uh, they shoot off fireworks, but they're like basically chasing all of Fune's men back. And I like this part because like just they're chasing them, and then all of a sudden you just come out and start chasing them. So I'm just riding on the horseback, just hitting them with arrows and running them over. Mm -hmm. It was very fun. I I enjoyed it very much. Uh, After you take out those guys, Fune wants to continue chasing them down and killing the motherfuckers. So yeah, (laughs) go kill them. I'm going to talk to Tenzo here. And uh, well, Tenzo kills like the last Mongol in your area. And as he is doing it, he says, may your death benefit all beings. And this, of course, you have known because through the many flashbacks of your father, the same person that killed your father said the exact same thing. <gasps>
1: mm-hmm. And
0: I assume, since I am not playing it in any sort of color mode, you see red. And pull out your Tonto and immediately <laughs> put it on Tenzo's neck, which ooh, clearly you caught him ooh, by a surprise.
4: Guy. I thought it was pretty good. It was not.
0: Boo. <clears throat> so, yes, uh, you What? Yeah, fine. Go ahead.
4: Uh, okay. No, I, I think this is a great moment. It's definitely one of those moments of you know cinema, like, wow, what a fucking coincidence! That sure is convenient <laughs> yeah, no for kidding. the story that they're telling, but and uh, mm-hmm. I, I still think it works. I still think it's cool.
3: Yeah, it's super. It's super fun. Uh, it it is a complete coincidence, and it's like, oh, okay, of course. But when that happened, I was like, ah, oh, that's super fucked up. This is gonna, mm-hmm. this is gonna be interesting. How this turns mm-hmm. out, and it was, and it was great, and I yeah. liked it a lot.
0: So, yeah, you put your Tonto to his neck and catch him by surprise. Uh, he keeps telling you that you are hearing things because of the eagle's poison. And finally, Tenzo just gets so fed up. He says, just do it then. Kill me on the blood-soaked ground where your father murdered hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. You yell he was trying to save lives. You ask how someone so worth- worthless could kill your father. And Tenzo response, I don't know, luck? Just, <laughs> yeah. just like...
3: Okay. All right. Yeah, they said they they were chasing him through the gorge yeah, and he had like you, a broken the leg. The father
0: took down dozens of our men before we could get him down. We finally broke his leg. You're mm-hmm. releasing him, saying that you lured them into an ambush in the gourd, and you come to this amazing realization that that's how we're gonna kill the eagle. We're gonna lure her to the same gorge. And Tenzo tells Jin they can't hide who he is anymore. Not after that. Jin says, Fine, tell Fune. He has proven his purpose many times over and what his intent truly is on the island. Tell her he is not his father and that if he was, Tenzo would be dead.
2: Scene. I loved like one of the things that like popped in my head in this revelation was that I loved that the that obviously you find out Tenzo is the one who landed the final blow on your father and killed him. But I loved that the first time you meet Tenzo is you're having the hallucination of your yeah, father of him being killing killed, your father. yeah, <laughs> and it's Tenzo saving you by killing a Mongol. Mm-hmm. So I love that the game subtly, like, obviously I hadn't told you that, but like through that vision, straight up told you, like, this is a dude who killed your father. <laughs> I, I I love that nice little like, not a callback, but uh, it's oh, a that's that's foreshadowing back foreshadowing, then. yeah. And then as soon as you think about, it, you're like, oh, that's that's brilliant. Just one of the. One of the coolest things they they've done in the story of this game. Yeah,
3: and I I mean that that whole exchange is so heated and like it has so much to it and so much weight behind it all. I mean it was just mm-hmm. great. I, I love the way that they have that entire dialogue. It's <clears throat> it works so well.
0: Yeah, it was a good ex- exchange. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: And it also stick. really tells you a lot too about tenzo as a person that when he pretty much finds out who jen is jen clearly was having like a oh shit like they know who i am and Mm -hmm. i'm in the worst place to be me (laughs) but tenzo also although we don't see it was probably very much also having his own like oh shit (laughs) like moment of like i killed Tenzo definitely (laughs) handled the reveal
0: better than you handled the reveal yeah (laughs) and he knew uh... way prior than you Mm mm-hmm He's like, oh shit, what's he gonna do when he finds out that I fucking
2: killed his dude? Exactly. Like, you know, he was he was warning Jin of like if people find out, they're gonna be pissed. But you know, that was also probably you know coming from his own worry of like, if you find out, you're gonna be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, now we are on the blessing of death. So for this, what is to be the final story battle? I once again, because I had the um, I remember what it's called, but the armor from the Riku, the the Sarugami armor. Yeah. The one with the monkey on the head. Yeah. The Sarugami. Yeah. The monkey armor. Yeah. I said it. Once again, donned the Sakai armor because you can now wear it in all its glory again. I actually think you get another color for it, too. or Different design. Yeah. It's just a different version of black and. Yellows, gray. It's just
4: covered in blood, and it says "murderer" across the chest. <laughs> Could <laughs> have said,
0: had
3: the Joker's ha 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 on there.
0: <laughs> well, if you're, you know, you can't say that wearing this is not good because I'm sure all of you put on your father's horse armor, and that horse was murdering the same people.
5: Don't they let you not put it on? I didn't see an option to take it off.
4: Yeah, I didn't see an option to take it off either.
0: What, the horse? Yeah, yeah, you can just put a different saddle on. Yeah, you just put
2: a saddle yeah, on. Uh, oh. Kind of a saddle. Didn't know.
3: Didn't know.
0: Yeah, but I would I take,
2: take it off? off? It's so badass. Why would you yeah. ever take it off? It's I so wouldn't awesome. take it off. But as, as cool as it is, I, I ended up having it for like maybe an hour before I was like, "This is a bit much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like the normal horse. A bit flashy. No,
0: well, you put the Sakai armor on and you're on the horse with your father's armor on and it's a very And then you get all kinds
3: of new colors for it and it looks even more
2: just...
0: Looks like even extra more extravagant. Yeah, the, uh,
2: the the amaterasu color looks really cool on that a what armor. Now? Yeah, the, it, <laughs> that's one of its armors. Is literally, it's called amaterasu. It's really cool. Oh, shit.
0: oh it Man. sucks, and it makes you not want to play video games. anymore. <laughs> Tyler hates Somebody this game message,
4: out. somebody message crypto. He's he's got to make a new episode of Amy in it. <laughs> yeah, but we already
0: know the answer. I don't like it. I don't like that
4: game. He can give it to somebody else. You know, he's taking that game to every podcast he's on. Obviously
3: so good. You can't. copyright. Nope. Sue him.
0: Who's in I charge of our legal matters?
3: A, a one. There was one It's like... Alex's. Um, what? Mm-hmm. You're hired. <laughs> we all get
4: paid nothing, so congrats.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to think of what one of the names... Chrysanthemum, I think, was one of them. Mm-hmm. The armor colors. And that one is like... No, just Chris tail super... sucks don't bring that up I said chrysanthemum it's not Chris tails Chris there's Chris in it anyways it's like <laughs> oh so I didn't think' and Chris yellow and it sucks. And like super gaudy yeah. and just like ridiculous but I loved it I just I've mm. used that all over the place it's great
5: I might actually wind up taking that horse armor off now that I know you can take it off
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'll admit the more you find out about Jen's father in this game the more like whenever I look at like his armor and the horse armor I'm like that's cool, but like, I don't know if Jin would be like <laughs> rocking this. <laughs> you
0: you're redeeming it? That's what it is. Yeah. Exactly. That's that. why your horse armor is no longer cursed.
2: But also, if I feel like I'm gonna approach something like a ghost, I'm not gonna be wearing some <laughs> big bulky horn samurai armor <laughs> when I'm doing it.
0: I don't like the helmet. Uh, the rest yeah. of it, I keep on. I definitely put it different.
2: Like, like clearly, headpiece. it has no no bearing on your sneakiness. But I feel like like I'm on a slack line above people. They'd be hearing like all this clanking and armor yep. moving around <laughs> and stuff. What yeah. is it,
3: what's the new armor we got in this with the mythic quest? Sarugami. Yeah, I, I wore that pretty much the whole time. Yeah, it's it a
0: really monkey cool armor. armor. Yeah. I wore the headband that comes down like an eye patch a lot. There's yes. a couple of them, but I wore those a lot.
2: I think that that's my favorite new headband edition is is the the variants of the eye patch one. I love that. I, also, I what's that. with the
0: ones that are like higher up but like tilted?
2: Mm-hmm. Like the big, they're like very bulky, like big, like the um, the Second Sun headband was. Yeah. The but they're story. all,
3: but they're kind of like cocked to the side. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, what's like going f- on with those? Very
2: detailed art on them, too. Yeah, one has a tiger on it. It's just yeah.
3: Like orange and green and just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> and I like a lot of the new cosmetics they had. The one I found that I love the most is literally a cat mask. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Neku you know, mask or Neku yeah. mask. I, I literally have that and the. Um, Nakoma's Fang sword kit yeah. that has a little cat bell on it. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, I once I got the stone cutter set, that's oh, all I rocked. The one with the big yes. ring on the end, that's yeah. all I wore is that stone cutter sword.
3: There's yeah, one that like just stone looks stone like cutter. a um it's just like straight like bamboo wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's name. from
0: the isn't don't you get that from the arena? This one? Yes. Uh, It's just yeah. like the straight yeah, that's,
3: I, I got that, and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is fucking sweet. And I called you oh, does it
0: changed the noise, though? Is
3: it just, like, hitting guys with, like, a wooden stick? No, it's a regular
2: sword. It just That's
3: yeah. just the way it, it's
2: the Hilton the stuff l- The little description says that it's, like, very much like a concealed thing.
0: Ah, oh, like come a, like, on, like, I want it to actually just be, like, a wooden stick that <laughs> like you're just beating people with. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, you, you somebody with a fucking wooden sword because you have that much strength all of a sudden.
2: Well, you get to do that plenty in, uh, in the arena. Which, yeah. yeah. Did, did you guys complete all the arena fights? Yeah. Those are hard, man. <laughs> I mean, that, that last, last one's
3: tough. A bunch of bullshit.
2: Yeah, like, I was plowing tough. through them, and then, yeah, that last one just uh, kicked was like my ass.
0: What was, I wrote it down.
2: Did you I figure, figure out that the, one the and
0: then the last one?
2: Well, the first so, three
5: you can do in any order.
2: Yeah, but the, the second to the last one and the last one were the ones where I got, like, legit stuck at. Like, I had to take, like, five or six goes at them because. <laughs> Uh, do, uh, maybe it's because I wasn't playing on higher difficulty, but I feel like, in, correct me if I'm wrong, they introduced, like, some new moves. And yeah, they like, used
3: He, like, does, like, a crazy spin attack where he
2: throws dirt at you, and then he throws yeah. Some yeah. other shit That's at that you. That's that last guy. Well, and there's nothing you can really do that I've found to, like, counter it, aside from just dodge roll away... Like forty yeah. feet away yeah, from it. Yeah, you have it.
3: to dodge, dodge, and then you can either dodge again and slash, or counter and slash. Basically, so this yeah. is where
0: the monkey armor comes in very handy because you do that dodge and then you do that spinning attack where you hit him
1: because
0: uh, you spin around. Because yeah. if you do a perfect one, you get the uh that chain that
5: you can do. It's just figuring out each one's weakness. But so the, that last one's very weak to like extreme offense. So mm-hmm. just dodge once and go to strike him. Like he mm. he doesn't he like he can't get ready to block that right away uh but it's yeah. it's not weaknesses like any other time in the game where it's just switch stance you only have the one stance in this dueling ring so you've mm-hmm. got or well no i guess they do let you switch stances but yeah, I, you can yeah. switch stances because switching switch stances, stances is not always what the weakness is yeah as opposed to
0: combat I remember a, else the one that you can attack you can block the first three times but then after the three times you get them three times they don't do anything and they just back into a corner mm-hmm, and it's, mm-hmm. as soon as you swing it's like they just dodge and fuck you yes. up that that's yeah,
2: that the second the to one last w- yeah that's the second to last one that was the
0: female i think wasn't the it female, yeah. Yeah. yeah i did that one second <sighs> i didn't fucked my life up but yeah legit like, lethal plus so like like, like legit hit, the, you're the,
2: the other ones felt like they were so breezy right where i was like <laughs> for a dueling arena tournament, I feel like this going to be a short yeah, that monk was super
0: me. easy. Like that guy was nothing,
2: but then she shows up and like you're saying, she does that bit where like you hit, you stagger her and will get her stagger bar down to where if you get, if you hit her while she's blocking one more time, um, her stagger breaks and you can hit her, but she won't attack you. She'll just stand there waiting for you and you will always miss. <laughs> and then she will ruin your life.
4: Yeah. That's and- interesting. I didn't, really have problems with her but i had problems with the monk that you guys said was really easy until i switched to moon stance and then he was really easy in moon
0: yeah, stance I mean, just kick the
2: shit out of him right yeah <laughs> yeah no,
0: i didn't even switch stances I is moon the I uh
2: the shield one it's the, the spear sh- okay. that's the one that's against no, the
3: moon's, no, moon's, the moon's
4: against the big guys yeah the brutes oh i was that's using
2: I um yeah you're moon right yeah because spear. that's the one where you do the spin kick yeah. yeah i was using the the shield stance where um you can hold down um the heavy attack and he'll do that like oh, five yeah, in a row like quick and, swipes
1: yeah like yeah that,
2: that helped on the early ones because you could essentially just ruin their stagger bar and then they'll just be standing around like a moron and you can just go boop, and then <laughs> get up that that pretty much works for like the first four rounds this is just larping by the way right that's all this is <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i yeah, love arena cool. stuff in game so i really enjoyed oh, yeah. this it's well, like this how i was... do the
3: last fight it's awesome because you unlock the red die guy and then he has this badass mask that you can get yes. from him it's like the wolf mask from the regular island but it's completely like has like a red maw on it now uh-huh. and it looks so fucking good oh yeah like, when
0: it looks black and gray yeah that was fucking sweet and, and man, it, you gotta
3: yeah. play this fucking game in color because man
2: and <laughs> you, and you that need Dimersion, to in mode <laughs> i'm good i got black and white filters I then gotta, i don't I need to it. play
1: fucking color
2: <laughs> i like that the version also only refers to you as like the champion or bakto I thought that was really cool, too. He has no idea who you are, except outside of the fact, like, yo, this dude won the tournament. This is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He shops here.
5: (laughs) Get a picture on the wall of the celebrity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm a big fan of arenas and games. That's why I was so Mm -hmm. pissed when uh, they went from Oblivion having the Gladiator Arena to Skyrim having no arena whatsoever. Mm. Dirty bastards.
1: (laughs) I mean, and how
0: then
2: are you, you going to sneak and use a bow in the out. arena? <laughs>
3: what was the, the arena was just the... Um, what guild was that?
0: It was the just the Gladiator Arena. So it wasn't really a guild. Wasn't
3: it a part of like the Fighter's Guild?
0: Nope. Fighter's Guild was separate because then you got the Bear Skull for completing the I
3: don't remember. Fighter's Arena. It's been arena. a while since I played oblivion.
0: Yeah, the Gladiator Arena was its own separate... Thing. And then you got the fanatic that would just fucking run around and follow you. Oh
3: my god.
0: Yeah. And people just made videos of them killing him in several different
1: kinds
3: of manners. It turns out, Oblivion's a good game.
0: It is. Uh, but yeah. So, blessing of death. You're the bait yeah. to lure the eagle into the gorge. So, you go to Tenzo's scouts, and as you s- are approaching, you see the eagle in the distance. And you approach, and all goes black, and her men disappear. And you're fighting just her. As you are fighting her, she just disappears.
5: Yep. I knew it wasn't her. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, this is because they already did it once where, like, you fought yeah. the eagle, but it wasn't the eagle. I'm yep. like, oh, this is going to be not yeah. the eagle again.
0: Just like Alex said uh, from that previous in the village. And then you see signal flares go up. And you're like, oh shit, they're already at Fune. Let's go, off to the gorge. Now you fight to Fune, and as you fight and you're going down, like, this gorge, uh, you keep going in and out of these sequences of where it's just the eagle, but as you go into these, like, sequences, your resolve just drains, and it seems like you're, like, more sluggish. You're not uh, not quite yourself. But... I so I
5: had a charm on that would automate like restore up to two resolve while in combat so my my resolve would drain all the way and then slowly like dip up and then back dip up and then back dip up and then back (laughs) repeatedly it was uh, it was fun Hmm. to watch
0: yeah I think every time mine resolve ended up getting to the end it usually was she was done and you were killing the rest of the guys and run into the next part of the gorge But I thought it was a pretty neat little sequence of you just popping in and out of those weird hallucinations, fighting her. Um, So you keep continuing up the coast, and you end up making it to where your father died, by the tree. And the eagle asks you why the sacred medicine has led you here, and Jin responds to end her reign. She says, no, to heal you. For years you have hid from the pain.
5: Which, these lines to me, I was thinking like, is is this a Christian event? TV evangelist? What's happening right now? <laughs> Am I getting punked? Uh,
0: yes. All she wanted was to love you. You could not accept her love. But yes. So, you start fighting the eagle and she is interesting to fight. Um, after you get her halfway, it flashes back to your father. This time though, you save him from being slain. Says you should have both died that night together. You have tarnished the Sakai name. Jin says the people of Iki accuse them of terrible things. Father says sometimes what is necessary is also terrible. The actions he took were not easy, but needed to be done. Jin says he did what was necessary on the battlefield, but not in home. We already went through all this. He needed a father. (laughs) He says that Jin's mother died. He didn't know how to raise a son, only a samurai. He asks you to do what is necessary to root their clan of shame and defeat. Avenge him. Kill the coward, as he's telling you basically to kill Tenzo, who was fighting. I think it was just a normal other Mongol, right? It wasn't anything mm-hmm. big. But uh, yeah, he wants you to kill Tenzo. And uh, obviously you don't want to do that. So you yell back at him. Say no! No! I will never be like you. It's like that whole Darth Vader (laughs) cutting off Luke's hand. No, it's impossible.
3: (laughs) Blah, blah, blah.
0: I have the high road. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Not the ground. (laughs) Take that back. Come on.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah.
0: He just, father just yells at you to kill him, and you say no. And you come out of the trance and clash with the eagle. She says, The medicine no longer affects you. How can it be?
5: And then I kill her. She's like she's like about to kill Tenzo when you Mm -hmm. stop her from killing and then finish her off. Good moment. Great moment.
4: Awesome.
0: And then you kill her, and as you strike, you say, "May your death benefit all beings." I love Tenzo Good much more moment. than my father.
5: <laughs> I think it's Jin realizing you don't have to live in your father's footsteps. You know, you can make your own path as a man. You don't have mm-hmm. to live in your family's footsteps. Yeah, but you know,
0: he could have said P. something else, but by choosing to say exactly what Tenzo
3: said, I, I think it, it seems it also... like he's just switching
0: father. Like, I could, you have been my father.
3: I don't think that's the case. I think think he accepted that as like that statement for a truth is like, Mm -hmm. I hope your death benefits all like, yes, I hope that from your death that many are benefited from it.
4: Yeah. I I mean, I think frankly, it took him too long. Sorry, Ryan. But uh, I think he realizes that his father is a fucking monster. Like uh, he he doesn't need to live up to that, which is, it's weird if you go from this, like if you go here at the beginning of act two, like we were talking about earlier, like, I wonder how that affects your perception when you're doing the mission to get your father's armor. Because so that's like, I'm not honorable enough for this armor kind of mission. And now it's like, my father's a piece of shit and I don't want this armor, <laughs> but I guess I'll take it.
0: I don't think it was him mission. coming to the realization that his father was a piece of shit so much as he was getting rid of the guilt of he thought he was responsible for his death by doing nothing.
2: And I think it he already, really, his father it, it was, was a, just... a brutish bastard. Yeah, I, I think him feeling responsible for his father's death was what was the big thing for him to get over here. And then over the course of it, he kind of realizes, yeah, his father made his own bed. You know, yeah. like yeah. It, it wasn't him not saving his father. It was his father suffering the consequences of his actions. Yeah. Because
0: like, even as you're doing like the flashbacks when he's a kid, it's like you are- already seemed to know that what your father is doing is bad. Uh, so it's I don't think it's cut that realization that my father is a super asshole. Like I think yeah. you already knew your father was a super asshole.
2: Also, he was 12. <laughs> what was he going to do?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you're not going to Oh, you're not going to do that. Literally your dad would have just staked you up right next to him. Yeah, and it's exactly, a little
2: poet. <laughs> and and maybe I'm reading too much into this part, but it also is interesting that his father spends his entire time um being a single father to Jin, pretty much you know berating him for not being a man you know Mm -hmm. not being a samurai and you know clearly not having the wherewithal to understand like this is a child like lord like when lord shimura had to then raise Jin, he clearly treated him as a child while still trying to instill values that he would then use later as an adult Shimura was clearly aware of how to raise a kid, whereas his father was like, why aren't you tough? Why aren't you a big, bad samurai yet? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's an interesting parallel and shows that he maybe also can't practice what he preached when in his final moments, he's literally begging Jin to save him. And it's it's just a very interesting... and maybe, you know, obviously that's all the only person who he could call to at the time anyways, but clearly wanting Jin to be a tough guy and have honor and, you know, be a, a strong samurai. And then in his moment of death, he's willing to let his own kid die to save him, which I yeah. thought was just kind of interesting and gives th- this whole story gives a lot more context to, to that moment as well, I think.
5: Yeah, for sure. I I just view that him repeating the "May your death benefit all beings" is like an outward way to show Tenzo that he's kind of come to terms with his father's death in a uh-huh. in a better way. You know, like because Tenzo's there watching the whole thing, he doesn't have to say that out loud. He he does that as a show for Tenzo and for us, the player, to as like a way to show that he has moved forward from this thing that has hung up his mind for so many years of his life.
0: I thought it was gimmicky.
2: Well, I Tom, agree. you just have to don't like not, uh, not like good things, huh? It, it it makes a lot more sense in color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful shot in color. <laughs> so I, I really liked the fight with um, the eagle as well, even though it really wasn't anything new, duel wise. But it was just a very difficult one. Um, so I enjoyed the fight, but it. I had to kind of come to my own realization on this, but it didn't feel like as big of a payoff as I wanted it to be when you killed the Eagle. Um, because honestly, she's pretty absent for most of the, the story on Mm it. She's not really around. You don't have a lot of encounters with her in between the beginning and end, like you do with, um, the con during the main story. And I think, at the time I didn't realize this, but it's probably very good that they didn't do that because then this would just be a very smaller version of what was the main story. You know, it's just like, Oh great. It's another commander on an Island and I have to kill them when really like, even though it kind of bummed me out to be like, Oh, the primary antagonist is relatively absent for most of this. But then during this mission, that's when I really, you know, it really sets in. that it's like the, the Eagle was kind of secondary to the whole point of this story because clearly the antagonist or antagonistic force in the story was Jin coming to terms with, you know, his guilt and his legacy and uh, that the, the real fight clearly, even though it was caused by the Eagle, the real fight was mental and him having to being forced by the Eagle to have to confront all this. So even though, you know, it's kind of weird to have your, what, what is presented as the main bad guy for this whole Island be, mostly absent it 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 becomes like really drives home in this last moment that the the point of this whole side story is very much Jin and his emotional journey coming to terms with his father and his guilt and not so much the eagle the eagle was honestly just kind of a plot device to give him a reason to confront all this
0: yeah yeah that's uh That's the story. We got the epilogue, last words. We have the reflect on your father's death, but we'll do that in the haiku corner. Um, I
2: love the epilogue in this game.
0: Yeah. I love it. (laughs) So you end up going back to um, whatever that place is that Fune and Tenzo were at, the Little Raiders, alcove area. And as you're talking to Tenzo, he says he wants to help others affected by the sacred medicine, asks you how you overcame it. And you can say you overcame your guilt or that you forgave yourself. I told him that I forgave myself. He thanks you and bows. cool thing is here is you can bow back to him, and he is very surprised if you do this. Did anybody else bow to him? I
2: did not do that. I don't don't think
0: I did. Yeah, you can bow to him, and he'll be like,
2: I'm so rude. God damn it. Yeah. I gotta replay this whole DLC there.
0: You, you, you dirty ghosts that have no honor. You need to take that most ghost motherfucker ever, and I
4: bowed to that man.
0: Oh, uh, and then uh, you talk to Fune, and she's pretty much just like, ah, oh, you can see she's planning another raid, and mm-hmm. she's got something in the mix, and she has a side quest at the end here too. But that's it for main story. Story.
1: Yeah.
5: Great, great main story. I think it was exactly mm-hmm. as long as a DLC needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a great great roundup to the the base game story, you know, like because uh, an enemy invader is going to continue to try and invade. This is a great way to to show that continuation force, but like not have that, like Alex was just saying, not have the actual Mongols be like the real antagonist to this whole story. Mm-hmm. um you know, is a great way to kind of tackle two topics at once.
3: Yeah, it's like a, a story within the larger story. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. The way I mean the way that they placed it in here I think was perfect. It fits into the overall story of Ghosts of Tsushima in a perfect way. They couldn't have done it any better. I think they knocked it out of the park. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, um, and then what did we have? I think Rob had something about that. I find the questions here.
5: Or was it Dory? there's two
0: questions i know there's a bunch of questions that just suddenly popped up (laughs) today so i didn't i already had all my notes written down was it worth the price tag was it worth the price tag is what rob said um does this make you want to go back and play more legends mode
2: yes and yes uh yeah yeah I, i
0: definitely think it was worth the money i mean
2: I, I bought a whole new copy. Like I just straight up spent seventy dollars on the director's cut for the PS5, and it was still worth it.
5: I think that comes to Dory's question a little bit too.
0: You like the way yeah, Sucker D- Punch handled the DLC and its cost?
3: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's fine. It yeah, costs I think just a perfect amount. Yeah, I think I'm, the I cost is fine,
4: but I still don't like the way that they handled it with calling it director's cut and like. Uh-huh. Once once it released and it was in the store it was not complicated but the way that they explained it and like leading up to release trying to like pre-order the upgrade with the EKI island expansion it was it was messy the way that they did it they could have yeah, just they, sold it as you a
1: standalone DLC. they shouldn't
0: have even DLC. just been able to pre-order the DLC they no. should have just waited till it came out and then just did it because at, when yeah, the day it came out it was much easier just to be like oh yeah, okay I just have to was do this
3: super fucking messy
1: uh yeah the price
3: range itself i think was spot on you know just a yeah what 20 dollar upgrade for ps4 to ps5 and then 10 dollars for
1: other so
0: way the
2: Yeah. The 20
0: for the director's cut 10 for and the upgrade. 10 upgrade. i mean that's yeah. fine so
2: which that seems which is, weird to me yeah i mean i feel like the the I, I think the value is great i think like you guys are saying the way they explained it and did it was unnecessarily confusing um And I know a lot of folks were pretty much saying that they didn't like that the upgrade to PS5 wasn't free, which I I kind of have ten dollars. I have mixed feelings about it, too, because, yeah, a lot of the games that I do own do give you free upgrades and some don't. And I mean, if I bought a PS4 copy, I don't feel super entitled to a PS5 copy as well. I guess that just feels like a kind of nice bonus if I wanted it on PS5, I'd buy it on PS5, you know? Um, but I feel like, you know, just if you look at it as just like, yeah, the whole expansion upgrade, if I have a PS4 copy and want it on my PS5, it's 30 bucks. That That's just kind of how I look at it, which in mm-hmm. my opinion is not that bad of a price because no. Miles Morales was 50 bucks, And I feel like we got about the same kind of amount of content, uh, maybe a smaller map than miles morales compared to this one but looking at you know comparing the two i don't think is really unfair in the kind of you know what we get out of the icky island expansion yeah and that's kind of another word there is expansion back in my day you would just pay 30 dollars for an expansion and it'd be on a whole separate disc um that's what they used to be called but yeah i mean i think the value for it is totally fine i think that the the way they explained it and did it was all kinds of all kinds of messed up uh not morally just it didn't make any sense and and that's honestly also what led me to just being like screw it i'm just gonna buy another physical copy (laughs) i don't feel like you know trying to figure out what i need to get
1: Mm -hmm. also
2: also i love the game so i was probably gonna do that anyways but yeah see i'd have been perfectly fine buying
5: a whole extra copy but that whole extra ten dollars for the ps4 to ps5 upgrade thing does feel weird to me even though i still played this on a ps4 i don't have a ps5 to play it on yet Mm -hmm. so i didn't have to worry about that Facet of the upgrade, like it just stood out as like a weird piece of that whole puzzle to me.
4: Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, they could also go the complete opposite route and not offer an upgrade path at all, like they're doing for Horizon mm-hmm. Forbidden West, which is much, much worse than charging ten dollars for an upgrade. I suppose that's fair.
2: And charging two hundred and sixty dollars for a collector's edition that doesn't include a physical copy of the game. <laughs> Uh,
4: I did not realize that did not include the game. I
1: didn't play it. Pre-order. It comes
2: <laughs> but... with a steel book and a digital copy. Tell me how that oh. makes sense. <laughs> gross.
3: That's gross. That's you funny. can put That's your
0: sucks. hopes and dreams
3: in the case.
1: <laughs>
0: Close
3: it. <laughs> this is where I'd put my disc if I had one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I think I think it's like interesting cuz what who else did the paid upgrade? Was it Tony Hawks Pro Skater 1 and 2? You had to pay $20 to upgrade from ps4 to ps5 or was it 10 dollars? it was something like that and honestly even though like i feel like nobody would care that much if other games hadn't done it for free yeah um yeah because when you think about it it's you're literally going like wow i bought the ps4 copy and you mean to tell me that this game i bought a year and a half ago i only have to pay 10 more dollars to get the ps5 version like when you say it that way it doesn't sound that crazy because you know normally you'd just have to buy a whole other copy of the game for it to work on another console. So uh, it's, it's you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm I'm more on the side of, like, it's not really something that I need. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, I think just the reason why it sticks out so much, like you said, because other games are doing it for free and yeah. Xbox themselves, Microsoft themselves, are making, like, a big initiative. Like, they have a name for it. I don't remember what it is. Uh, For, like, everything is playable on Xbox One or Series X without paying anything extra yeah so i think by comparison you know sony loses yeah. out there but yeah
2: for sure for sure i mean i mean we th- the way sony handles most of their backwards compatible stuff is super complicated as it is uh but it didn't bother me a lot but i can i also like you're totally right i can see how a lot of other people like well on my xbox it doesn't matter what i buy it for and then you <laughs> tell them good you
0: try and play ghost of Tsushima on your xbox <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how that works out for you yeah
2: exactly
4: <laughs> uh but yeah in terms of like the value composite the value of the dlc i think it's pretty good even for me i didn't do everything i know you guys did a lot more than i did but i still played like nine hours and the dlc itself is only twenty dollars like mm-hmm. that's not a bad deal at all Mm-mm. like uh the only reason why i didn't do everything is because like i said earlier i was kind of playing in the same style i wasn't really feeling like i was getting anything and you get a few extra skill points you can get here but you max them out pretty fast mm-hmm. so Uh, Like I wasn't like, I'm very gameplay oriented, and I was not getting new gameplay goodies anymore at a certain point. So like I, I went and did all the springs, of course, because you got to see Jin's ass as many times (laughs) as you possibly can. That's very important. Yes. Uh, And then I went and got the new like uh, shrine, the new uh, trinket there to see if I wanted to use it. Like I said, it sounded cool, but I didn't use it uh and i there was one i did a few of the sanctuaries i really liked uh maybe you guys can tell me if there's any more stuff like this but uh one of the cat sanctuaries you like just get ambushed while you're about to sit down and play the flute which i thought Uh, was
1: cool mm -hmm. it
5: was awesome uh while we're on the topic of cost i think subconsciously built into that is the fact that all of the multiplayer stuff has been free
2: yeah
0: Yeah. and there's still more coming out tomorrow yeah (laughs) and throughout the entire month of september and they're going to be yeah. releasing Legends separately.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: For 20 bucks. Yeah. Which is
4: a crazy good deal. Do you know if, is the rival stuff still free, even if you didn't buy Director's Cut or whatever? Yeah. I assume it would be. They wouldn't
0: have yeah. with the fan I would base. Assume I assume that it's the same, yeah.
2: Um, and also, that's why I didn't feel super bad about paying for the console upgrade or you know i bought a whole other copy but that's also why i didn't feel bad is because if i remember correctly for most of the guys i'm talking to here when legends came out and we were all super high on it we all blatantly said i would have paid full price for this i would have bought this as a totally separate (laughs) game but it's free and now that they're like here's 10 hours worth of story content and some people are like but i have to pay for it like (laughs) it's like eh. i mean uh and and you're right. It took me about 10 hours to do the story as well as I I also cleared the map. I did all the all the side missions, all the shrines, all the artifacts, everything. It took me about 10 hours. And that's kind of also where my comparison to Miles Morales came in, is it took me about eight or nine hours to beat Miles Morales. And I paid 50 bucks for that game. And it also, story mode, the story in this expansion also was pretty comparable to Miles Morales for me, because when I did New Game Plus on Miles Morales, you know, just like you would with any new game pluses you just kind of like some plowed through it and you're like i don't need to do all this other side mission crap i'm just gonna do a story took me about three or three or four hours three and a half four hours to do the whole thing so i feel like the the comparison between the two is fair and in my opinion on ghost solution is kind of the better deal they're both amazing games but one of them's 30 bucks and the, <laughs> the other one's uh 50 or 60 even though it's a standalone game but you know for the value there i feel like they're they're both pretty comparable yeah yeah i always
3: do price values is kind of fucked it's like uh i always go by the amount of time that i put into it Mm -hmm. so like for this like total amount of money is like what 100 bucks i think for Mm -hmm. like brand new game and then 30 dollars for an upgrade and expansion uh So it's about 100 bucks, roughly, right? And I've put 130 some hours into it. I think that's more than enough of my time versus (laughs) the amount of money that I've spent where I think that, okay, this is easily comparable. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, if you're going to put that much time into something, why wouldn't you want to spend that kind of money on it either?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
5: that's fair. I think I've put close to 200 hours on this game and it's absolutely every single penny. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: That legends mode. That's where that's where it gets you. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah, like with this, I'm probably at 150 now because I think I I put another 12 or 13 into this.
2: So yeah, I I was at 150 last year. I I love this game so much that if I can buy Legends separately, I might still buy Legends separately. (laughs) (laughs) Just to have its own like little boot up icon on my PlayStation. And you can have save some hard drive space too. Yeah. Oh no, I'll have them both. And the (laughs) PS4 version still on there as well just in case it's just
3: going to be just your ps5 is just going to be a ghost of tsushima
2: machine (laughs) it already is The only bummer is that we don't get themes on the PS5, so I can't carry yeah. over my sweet Ghost of Tsushima uh, theme. Heard that,
4: hundred percent. Heard that. How do they not have themes? How does oh, this is completely off of topic? How does the Switch still not have fucking themes? Like four years in,
3: it's I'm just super. I'm super. Dude, the bummed. Switch eShop is the worst fucking it's thing trash. in the entire world. Yeah. It's I, absolute
2: trash. I just realized today on a, on a Reddit thread where somebody brought up that that the Switch eShop on your on your console it isn't even an actual app. It's literally just a web browser. It just takes you to a website you're that not even on why that. it lags
3: so fucking hard yeah. <sighs> it hasn't changed in four fucking years
2: <laughs> i can buy themes on my 3ds
3: <laughs> still you know, buy one right now <laughs> on my 3ds <laughs> <laughs>
4: you convinced them yeah buy i a was, to on your 3ds today everybody. <laughs> no
2: there's a, there's a good game on 3ds though called uh sakura samurai if you're in a samurai thing right now it's a really good game um yeah, I, I miss having themes on the PS5 because I had a really cool Mirror's Edge Catalyst theme, played some really cool music. I had a two Ghost of Tsushima themes where you could hear the leaves rustling as they would go through. One.
3: Alex, would you like to see what my 3DS theme is? This I is would love the, to. The visual, people, the, the video version, if you will. Hold on. It,
4: for for the audio listeners, it's Okami Done. It's
3: not. <laughs> I would rather throw my 3DS in the trash. It's actually E-Honda <laughs> taking off his oh can you i can't, I can't
0: your camera see. froze the second you tried to put <laughs> oh, that up there it does. it no, no 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 it's just just bright is lights.
2: that the is that the sonic generations one the 20th anniversary or the 25th it anniversary i have them <laughs> i have it it's gorgeous that's right go. i would I, boy. I, I don't I feel like breaking tell. up my 3ds i have i have the dreamcast theme this on is my 3DS. 3ds podcast <laughs> now what what is how you is Nintendo allowed that to happen, Alex? <laughs> yeah, guys, I think it can put up. But when you open up the the uh, 3ds when you have the Dreamcast theme selected, it makes that rant 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 like that grinding noise that the Dreamcast <laughs> always made is the best thing. It's okay. the only reason I even still have a 3ds, is so I can just open it every now and then and go, eh, and then just close it back.
0: <laughs> so, any side quests you guys want to talk about?
2: Uh. I have a lot. <laughs> I loved um, two two specific missions. One of them, which we already kind of talked about, is uh, bloodletting, which is where you help uh, the coolest side character in this in this island, in my opinion, Sugi, the Raider, who is essentially um, a female Raider with a lot of tattoos and a big sword, and uh, and a cool hat, a very cool hat. And her whole bit is that um, she essentially needs your help uh, taking down a Yama- Yamaneko, who's a, another raider pirate, but he and his crew have sided with the Mongols. Um, and then you find out that uh, the village that you meet Su- Sugi in, she actually just moved into. Not a lot of people really know her. And it's, you know, you then end up helping her defeat uh, Yamaneko and his pirates and you you know she tells you that uh, she was actually used to be a member of that crew because uh, Yamaneko is her brother <gasps> Twist, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and when he you know was like we should work with the mongols she was like fuck that and like dipped um, and he's been trying to kill her um, that's why she's you know moving around and why she was new to the village and in a really cool moment um, very similar but not as fleshed out obviously um to uh, the Tomoe missions on the main island, she dies when uh, Yamaneko's ship explodes. And then you go back to the village and there's a, after you find her, um, her hat, her awesome hat on the beach which you you're can't like,
0: wear right away
1: yeah like, what the
2: fuck yeah you're like oh no she's dead i better take this to her husband and then you get there and there's a note stuck into a tree that pretty much is her saying like yo it's probably a lot better if i fake my death so i'm out of here and then jen's like oh that's sugi and then puts on her hat and leaves <laughs> and i was like man she rules i love that character I do think the one thing I don't like about her overall mission is that normally, if you're going to fake your death, maybe don't post it as yeah. a note on a tree for a whole village to see. <laughs> yeah, wasn't, there a bo- the wasn't there a body, body like on the tree around. too? Say what?
0: Wasn't there a body on the tree that it was stabbed <laughs> yeah, into? Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But Wait. she pretty much says, like, I think it's better for everybody if I leave or something like that. And yeah. I'm like, like
0: the entire town of like eight people are just sitting there looking at it.
2: Wait, yeah. And I'm like, she faked her me? own death. yeah yeah yeah. and i'm like everybody about it yeah i was like yeah go back yeah and i'm like jen was the only person on the beach so you probably just could have walked up and told him and then left Yeah,
0: yo i'm gonna dip (laughs) out don't tell anybody but i'm
2: dead um there's another side mission where you meet um a woman in a cat mask uh uh kodama uh who you you encounter a burned down house and this this mysterious gray-haired woman in a cat mask pretty much shows up and you're like what the hell happened here and she just points and tells you to go into the forest and you go into the forest and kill a bunch of mongols and it's uh that same forest with the with the hanging trees that uh are in the that lead to the gorge in the main ending or the last Wisteria trees i believe yeah wisteria trees um and you kill all these bad guys and then you hear her voice say something i can't remember specifically what and jen's like what the hell am i having visions again and then he goes back and there's just a note and some supplies and the note says something like uh just something that kind of thanks you for helping oh it says uh if man is to heal so must the land i had that written down here. um and i just thought that was a really co- like it's literally a five minute thing but i just really liked it because it was very uh spooky um and then my my favorite side mission, which uh, frustrates me to this day to no end, is called um, the Impact of Loss. Yes. <sighs>
0: no. Did you not get yeah. both of them?
2: <laughs> All right. That mission frustrated the crap out of me because you know you meet that little group of survivors and you meet a woman who has one arm. Um, because you 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 go to this village because you were told by somebody you rescue. I think that, uh, there was a monk who was helping people in that village survive and get supplies and food. And he was kidnapped by the Mongols and those people rely on him. Uh, so you go there looking for people who can tell you where he is. And you meet this woman who has a one arm, um, because your dad was super awesome during the the big war on that island. So he was like, I'm just going to cut this lady's arm off. Um, as a child,
0: anyway, she's got another one.
2: Yeah. Um, so she tells you, like, not only did they take this monk, but they, you know, my husband went out looking for him. Wait, uh, I'm quick. sorry. My so husband went out looking for him. <laughs> it wasn't
5: actually your dad that took her arm off.
2: No, no. But I it mean, was her, her dad, day. which is even better. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God, that's <laughs> right. Because yeah. she helped the samurai. Yeah, she
5: helped a samurai and her dad found out. And she's like the arm that feeds the enemy. And he cuts his
2: daughter's arm off. And Jin is literally like, oh, my God, that's so awful. And she's like, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I deserved it. <laughs> so she, you're taking her with you in my which is a horrible thing, in my opinion, because as soon as you're seeing a, a trail of dead people that she recognizes, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so you're going out looking for her husband who went out looking for the monk. And then you get to a beach where there's a giant rock in the middle. And on one side her husband is tied up now on the other side the monk is tied up and jen flat out says the moment they know i'm here they're gonna kill one of them <laughs> and, and the mission doesn't even say like rescue them it literally says rescue choose. one of the- yeah choose who you must rescue yeah. and i'm like i hate this so you know we were talking about the archery challenges earlier and how my whole build was pretty much became you gotta beat the archery challenges <laughs> so my um focus slowdown mode was it's it was obnoxious by this point um i was able to kill all the mongols <laughs> before they were even to, able to be like what like so i was able to take them all out and i was like i did it i saved them both and so i go to untie her husband first then go to the other side to untie the monk and the monk is standing there like you know static and then just falls. <laughs> because the game was like, how dare you? How dare you circumvent this heavy choice we're trying to make? So I restarted and I was like, oh no, I'm going to try again. And I couldn't do it again. And that's when you hear, I saved the husband. Because I was I was just too uh, sympathetic towards the woman who was leading me to them. Um, and yeah, they, they killed the monk right away. And it was like, it was it was this kind of choice that they make you make. that They, they didn't make you make in the main story at all. And then just suddenly they dropped something this heavy on you. And it was, it was something that stuck with me toward, towards the end of the icky Island uh, expansion to where I was just like, man, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got my daddy issues sorted out, but still like this sucks. Like, <laughs> that that yeah, was I saved definitely the monk. A one. i, I save the monk.
0: Cause uh, he was just going to do more for everybody else than just the husband for her i yeah, saved
4: the yeah, husband I, I saved the monk only because i that side seemed easier to potentially <laughs> be able to get in and then save
3: both
1: i don't horses. care who. Do these
3: guys just seem easier mm-hmm.
0: yeah to yeah, be honest easier uh, to, I had not to
1: save the monk because i got spotted so i can get both <laughs> <was> like, sides
3: <laughs> like i was trying to sneak in i got spotted i was like ah fuck uh, i guess i'll save him when yeah. you
0: save the monk does she tell you she's pregnant no. no she tells you that she hates you and then she fucking like walks away
5: yeah, well, when you save the husband, she's like, "Thank God, I'm pregnant."
2: Yeah, and Jin is also like, "If I had known, like, he, w- I wouldn't have let you come with me in the first place." Yeah, just stabs her in the gut. <laughs> the
0: <are> Jesus
2: <laughs> Christ! Well, this <laughs> isn't your <laughs> technique anymore.
4: <laughs> that, so she doesn't like tell you your piece of shit for letting the monk die.
5: No, no, no. She's like grateful no. that we saved the husband. <laughs>
2: yeah, she no, was she's like, bizarre, all these people
5: we've... are. These people are gonna, you know, probably like, starve she's to the death. Piece but of shit.
2: yeah Yeah, she's not she's not not pregnant with the monks baby (laughs) well before you (laughs) save
4: them she's like no you cannot save one or the other you have to save both you fucking piece of crap i was like all (laughs) right
2: lady whatever (laughs) and when you save her husband they literally just walk over to it's one of those things where you've this game in my opinion is incredibly polished looks gorgeous but you still see every now and then some of those things in this expansion that were definitely affected by the pandemic. And they're like, you know, you save. when I saved her husband, they were like, oh, I'm so happy you're alive. And they, they start walking over to the other side and they're like, all right, well, we have to, you know, we have to, we have to bury him. You know, we have to take care of his body. And they get there and they just walk up to him and they're standing like, you know, in their standard standing animation. And then all of a sudden they both just go flink onto their knees, <laughs> like just, like they've been crying <laughs> for like hours. <laughs> but um, yeah, if, if you do save, if you do save the husband, they go over and they're sad that the monk is dead, but I don't know. After after finding out she was pregnant, I couldn't reload it and go back and save the monk at that point. Yeah. That dude made his choice.
4: Can you let both die? Or will that be a mission fail? Oh, <laughs> you know. Just
2: kill them
0: both yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I could re- we can replay the mission. Yeah,
0: use your arrow skills and kill both of them and then see what happens. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> then <laughs> turn and,
2: and kill her
0: nobody would shake know, the mongol's hands
2: this is sparta you get back to the village and you're like i did everything i could uh,
0: I, they overran me guys i had to just get out of there it's just that was
2: also uh what about the ghost of Iki? that yeah. side quest <laughs> that was great. yes that was the other i one. loved it the return of kenji yeah. <laughs> the goat more like the goat of Iki yeah. because <laughs> Kenji I loved him. I love that fine. he had his like understudy who was literally like seemed heartbroken to find out that Kenji wasn't this mythical badass. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to meet um the man that Kenji owes money to, the viper.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did you guys fight him? No, because I Mm-mm. didn't choose that option. I chose uh, not or yeah. the friendly I one apparently. Him.
4: Yeah. I fought him later on the menu. You can still replay that duel. Yeah.
2: That's how I found fight. out you could fight him. No, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah, I fought I'm like, him. I was oh, I like, oh, can fight him. I'm like, I didn't fight him. Why can I replay <laughs> a duel that I never did? Which, by the way, how cool is it of Sucker Punch to let you be like choose the option where you could talk your way out of this, but then still be like, but we'll let you replay the duel on the main menu anyway. See, and I didn't <laughs> even know map. I
0: was talking my way out mm-hmm. of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, seems like the mm-hmm. better option. Yeah, just I got in the that smart duel pain. super quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's not hard. No. <laughs> but I do like that even though if you choose not to fight him, you can fight him by yeah. replaying that. So yeah, that, that's that cool. was really cool.
5: I thought like in a bunch of other moments where Jin got mad about people talking bad about Samurai, Jin was
2: still gonna be like, Fuck you, man <laughs> <laughs> he, he i I that's the one thing I didn't like about the, the uh what was it? What what are they called? The the mythic tale? where you Mm. get the horse armor because i hate that you find out about the horse armor and like instead of just letting it play out Jin just walks up to the guys hey stop talking bad about my dad do you know who i am (laughs) and thinking that it would work out well for him
1: yeah
2: (laughs) and then like they, you know they they're like you're Jin sakai get the hell out of here and they literally throw him out like he's jazz on the fresh prince of Mm bel-air and (laughs) (laughs) and then he's literally sitting there like almost like I can't believe they didn't tell me the rest of the story. Like, <laughs> uh, <sneak laughs> Got to sneak in and hear the rest. Down. <laughs> Which, by the way, that little sneak in section might have been one of the more difficult, like don't get spotted things in the entire game. Yeah,
5: definitely, I would say so.
4: Yeah, at least I knew already exactly where to went- go in because I thought that was just the entrance. That's where <laughs> I went in to begin with. <laughs> so
5: I, I knew like how to the- get in. But like I could not figure out where it wanted me to find like drop and yeah. hide. I wound up like dropping close to the Same. fire a couple times. And <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they found you. I'm like, well,
3: no shit, but where the hell am I supposed to go? I was like, I like... walking all over the scaffolding up top. And it's like, no, can't go here. Can't you go can't
0: here. He's he's well enough to the, the side guy. and like hid by a bucket or
3: something. Yeah, it's literally five feet away from where you were the whole time. It's you like, need a okay. front
2: row seat, baby. I like that the consequences too of this sneak mission are literally don't get caught or they'll stop talking. i mean like honestly Jin is you know armed to the teeth as a samurai so if they do spot him it's not like they're gonna be like get him you know all he has to do is just stand up and be like what are you gonna do i have like 15 swords like that's that's all you know he could you know destroy them but i love that it's just like don't don't get spotted or he'll stop telling his story (laughs) he's just getting to the good part Jin. the
5: highest stakes in this game
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you get the horse armor you can go back and like save them from the mongols yep, yep. who attacked them, if i remember yep yeah, and and they're like wow i can't Jings. believe you didn't kill us you. <laughs> you're not that bad after all yeah and jen's just... probably just like i should like, you know, he's probably like <laughs> i didn't want them to
3: kill you because that's my job he knows all like <laughs> are any of
2: you pregnant and he just pulls out a knife <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> Playing heroes, come on! Arrows. Arrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man, I do like the platforming section. After that, going into the ships mm-hmm. and trying to yeah. get all that super yes. fun. Yeah,
2: I actually found that section when I was just exploring the island because I literally got into a mode where I was trying to do all of the side stuff, and I even got so into it that I was like, "I'm just gonna fill out the map. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of all these cloudy spots." And I I ended up finding that platforming section before i got the tail so it just wouldn't let me like whenever i would jump onto platforms that i was like in the context of this game i know i can land on these and it just wasn't letting me at all Mm -hmm. and that's when i was probably like i'm probably gonna have to do this for a story later this looks like a story setup and then yeah i I found the mythic tail and that's (laughs) that's when they were like now go back to where you just were (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah there was a
0: couple spots in that when you're traversing those Busted up ships that it's just like I jumped, and also my I'm just doing like the weird glide, mm-hmm. and he's like shoots off. And I'm like, what the fuck,
2: yeah, there were a few parts, there was one part on there that wasn't super clear about what you had to do either because you have to look straight up to then grapple and pull down,
1: yeah, like something, to swing on. something, yeah,
2: yeah. And then, but then you're also sitting there, like, but how do I get on something high enough to swing on this? Yeah,
1: it's
0: <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn it, yeah, whatever. We found out eventually, so it was fine. Uh, my favorite little uh, area was um, when you get the Raider helmet. So you go mm-hmm. up on that tall mountain and you play the flute and fucking lightning strikes the mountain.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. I kind of a,
0: the helmet is dumb, like 20 though. 20 minutes before we uh,
2: recorded, I got that. It was awesome.
0: That's where the, one of the pictures that I took that I, right before we started. That's where that is. <laughs>
2: my, my, I think my favorite little side thing, that because that, that, that's one of the things I like is to get the... Vanity pieces as well. Like a lot of the vanity pieces just came with really cool puzzles on what you had to do, even though they're not like, you know, super intensive. It's just you couldn't just walk up and be like, look, a hat like you had to actually do something, which I thought a was a couple really of cool. them that were like that.
3: It was like, hey, yeah. here's yeah. a bandana on an arrow that's stuck yeah. in this guy's face on the ocean. Not, hey, I got to yeah. jump
0: off this cliff, hurt myself then heal myself <laughs> in front of the shrine. And boom, look at that. I got. Yeah, I liked bloodborne armor.
2: Yeah, I, I like it was, was awesome. awesome. Yes. <laughs> um my favorite though was the hidden archery challenge at the memorial for raiders. Yes. Where they, they 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 were uh doing like an archery thing there and they were like this is a memorial to all the raiders who were killed by the great uh uh Tadayori Nagao and <laughs> and uh <laughs> I felt like such a dick because as soon as he was like we hate Tadayori now. He's an awful person because he you killed all the these raiders. <laughs> my goes. <laughs> what if I just put on the armor <laughs> and then you're just standing there dressed as this dude who murdered all these people in these crazy around. And the guy's like, take that off. <laughs> and then instead of, you know, killing you, like you probably should. He was like, well, I bet that you can't be at our archery challenge. <laughs> that, that, that that was all. That was a, uh, one of my favorite, like hidden things. And, it, and you told, you find it purely by being, a
1: stinker
3: (laughs) yeah the the only reason i found it is like i had gone to that area a couple of times Mm -hmm. but then i was doing the archery challenges and i put the armor on just for the extra buffs for the archery challenges Mm -hmm. and then it showed me when i put the um the traveler's attire on or whatever that that was the next area and i was like how the fuck am i supposed to do this so i put it back on expecting you know to do the challenge and i was like oh maybe i unlocked it since i did all the other ones it was, no just because the armor it's like those small little details like that mm-hmm. is like so awesome I love that and just like all the other wind shrines and like the certain things that you have to wear and the certain things you have to do to unlock those armor sets
2: which mm-hmm. is
4: awesome
5: I, I think it's really smart of them to like tie the charms to each armor set right so like when I came up to a one of those archery challenges I was able to switch my archery armor and all of the archery charms were already set on there to increase my concentration and whatnot and when I wanted to go back to regular combat, all those charms were exactly where they needed to be. I kind of forgot that that was in there, but it's very smart of them to tie charms to armor sets so that mm-hmm. you can really specify a build.
2: That that uh, archer load with the Tataori armor is stupid good. Because <laughs> <So>, <'cause laughs> I remember doing the first archery challenge and being like, how the hell am I going to do this in seven seconds? There is no way. And then by the time you get to the end, you're like, I, you know, that took me about three. Like, <laughs> I, I had four seconds to spare.
3: Yeah. It makes you like feel powerful. That's yeah. You're like, ah, yes, I'm, I'm playing this game the way they want me to play it. I'm building this out the way they want me to do it.
2: It's, yeah. You can literally hit seven of the eight targets in your focus mode. Yep. Which it feels awesome. It, it reminded me of, um, what was it called in a, uh, in red dead and red dead Two. I can't write a site. Yeah. The, it, it reminded me a lot of that.
0: Yeah. We didn't even talk about the best part playing the flute. <laughs> yeah, that's a we really good game. We haven't
3: even talked about that. That, that, that is awesome. So it's a, you it's a great it a
1: lot, mini too.
5: game mm-hmm. and they handle, they handle motion controls in a great way. Everybody. It's amazing. I, I've mm-hmm. never seen it done before, almost. <laughs> it,
3: but it's, it's it goes back to uh, infamous Second Son and how, like, when that came out on the PS4 and they were really innovative with the use of the controller, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, they're they're going back to how they were with Second Son and the graffiti, except now we're playing a flute.
1: Brian's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. favorite
3: game. And
0: you should go back and listen to our exploration on it.
3: Is it, Chris? Is, is
4: it?
0: <laughs> Clearly it is. It's, it's a fun time. I got the platinum. It's fun. That's yeah, great. Game. I enjoyed it. Better than snakes.
4: No, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but Bugsnax was yeah, yeah. still great as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's fair. I just got a text uh, from Marvel that said, What the fuck did you just say? <laughs>
4: <laughs> this
2: Marvel guy sounds pretty smart. <laughs> we still have a
4: couple more questions from the community. Yeah. Uh, Rob asks who would win in a fight, Sekiro or Jin?
3: Jin. Because I'm biased. I've never played Sekiro, yeah. so I don't know.
4: Yeah, I mean, Man. Sekiro would definitely win. I think he fights supernatural shit. He does crazy fucking jump moves and shit that I don't think Jin could counter, but.
5: Yeah, I think Sekiro wins in a fight on Jin versus Sekiro, but Ghost of Sushima versus Sekiro, I'd rather play Ghost of Sushima. Oh, yeah, Ghost of is a better time. game, I think.
2: <laughs> I, I, I have played Sekiro. Um,. I feel like the amount of time I put in, probably I didn't get very far compared to most folks who have played those series of games before. Um, But i beat like three or four bosses, but I'm going to say Jin wins just because Jin doesn't die after two hits. Most of the time when I'm playing. So yeah, he's got
3: the resolve. He's going to pound his chest and get back in there and get in the fight. Yeah.
2: I mean, Sekiro, the dude's already, he dies a lot all the time. Jin, Yeah. Not so much. He dies and revives
4: himself. And he, he also has heals. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay. Well, to be fair, when uh, if Jin dies in combat, he can revive
2: himself if he has some revol- resolve.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which well, I mostly he's not use. Dead.
1: He's down.
2: <laughs> I mostly. I will tell you, nine times out of ten, when I have to use that, it's because I jumped off something too high.
5: Yep. <laughs> yeah, much Usually, is. when I jump off something that high, they're just like, "No, you don't even get that option, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're just dead."
0: <laughs> uh, I choose ricky Maru wins. <laughs>
3: did sure. you guys talk about the wind shrines while i was gone a minute ago we'll say yes you're a liar so you didn't <laughs> talk you didn't talk about the wind shrines and the different things scrolls that you have to do and how you have to get the different Those puzzles sets. huh the little puzzle things yeah like riddles talking about uh, the, uh, the, the, the playstation
0: armor stuff from the legend
3: yeah it was
2: awesome all right it.
3: there's like one you have to like wear your dad's armor and then pull out the your sword in the stone stance and that is the god of war armor. is like that's mm-hmm. pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have cool. and the It would have been cooler have...
0: if it wasn't already in the legends mode.
3: Why I not I be so fucking rude? I'm <laughs> just saying. It's like, <laughs> come on. It's cool.
5: Alright. I didn't wear shots, but I haven't completed any of them yet, so go Yeah, on. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I, I like I I don't know I don't, I, I found one of those, and I was just like, eh, "This sounds like smart people stuff. I'll go do something stupid, like kill murder <laughs> murder people." Like I, they have a ton of those in the Assassin's Creed games too, and I just I never get into them. Where the, they're basically like, I, "Well, I didn't realize they were just describing like wear this armor and do this stance or whatever." Usually, mm-hmm. they're like describing a very specific place on this massive map, and it's like I'm not
3: gonna. Oh go no! You just have this to random do place wear
0: something. Specific and do something specific is
1: all of these okay. were, yeah. And like it's, the, yeah, it's just the all Bloodborne the
3: one, uh, one is you have to like wear the Kensei armor and then throw a smoke bomb, I believe. Um, and then there's another one, for, there's the Shadow, like, of Colossus the Shadow of Colossus, one. and I don't remember what that one is, but it's the easiest one to get.
0: Yeah, I'm trying, I can't remember what it was, it was like a week and a half ago. Um,
4: Brian also asked the most important question if you were a ghost, who would you be most excited to hunt? Very relevant,
3: <laughs> Tyler. I would Ghostbuster your ass so fucking fast, man. You I'd
0: be running around his house as a chicken
3: trying to scare him. I'd put you in the coop with the other chickens. I'm a ghost.
4: <laughs> He's a ghost, man. You gonna cage him like that.
3: The Ghostbusters chicken coop. I can't Think get out of it. I'd literally just have... be in Ollie's room like telling him to do things. He wouldn't have to tell him to do it. He's probably already doing it himself. <laughs> I would most like
5: to haunt my high school math teacher. Don't read anything into that answer, Brian.
2: I'm going to have to. I, what?
1: <laughs> Brian's a math teacher.
2: Uh, yeah, I get that, but Brian I'm still going to read into that. That has to do with math. I would also like to. Haunt I love Brian. math. It's <laughs> just a Brian joke. <laughs> I would uh, haunt. I, I'd probably either haunt like a stadium. <laughs> just so like you know i'll I'll just you know i'll haunt ford field would you Detroit haunt the lion stadium yeah i was gonna say i'll just haunt the lion stadium so i can be that's miserable. already haunted yeah i was gonna say i could be miserable <laughs> in the afterlife too or i'll just or they're I'll just... already dead there so <laughs> or, or i'll just uh i don't know i'll haunt like a movie studio or something
5: i'm surprised oh. you wouldn't haunt like an old blockbuster that hasn't been rented since it closed
2: all He's <laughs> not going
0: to sit there with nobody. Um, oh,
2: lonely in a blockbuster. No, well, there's that
0: last is and that's still <laughs> open in like Wyoming or something. Bandor, uh, you know, bend, or, docu- bend watched, oregon Yeah, I watched a documentary on it.
4: Yeah, uh I would probably haunt. I don't know, like some big streamer that plays all the new games because presumably I can't play new games now. I want to at least see them forever.
2: In, I mean, you could haunt a game studio.
4: Yeah, but they only make one game every, like, five years these days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they occasionally hear a voice, like, a weak voice going, like, work faster. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's like the ghost microtransactions. <laughs> it's the Crunch Ghost! <laughs> oh,
3: it's the sexual harassment lawsuit ghost. Oh, <laughs>
2: You don't get to cr- you wizard. don't get to cringe about the stabbing pregnant women joke ever again. <laughs> yeah, when he jokes about stabbing pregnant women,
3: I think everything's on the table at that point. Over a year in,
5: you don't think anything's off the table at this point, Tyler. You never know. A baby
2: shower
3: <laughs> where it's like raining babies.
2: Is that like a golden shower on babies? <laughs> anyway <laughs> bye <laughs> gotta i got a warthog brand i gotta protect yeah. here and i can't be around for...
1: <laughs>
0: uh we didn't talk about the legend of black hand riku um that's some very cool scenery in that in, in,
2: we were talking about how uh jib's father had some of the best lines in the game black hand riku has the best line in this expansion. And that's right when your duel starts, Jin and him are, you know, squaring up. But Jin goes, You're blind. This isn't a fair fight. And he goes, No, it isn't. And I was just like, oh God. <laughs> <lose."> <laughs> I'd be watching Daredevil. I know what you can do. I <laughs> I
0: was waiting for the monkeys to jump out and start biting me during the duel.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Like his that... armor
3: set is so badass too and mm-hmm. how it like decreases your parry and dodge but like if you get a perfect dodge or a
2: perfect parry it gives you that extra like mm-hmm. um, yeah hit. it's yeah you think you get two extra hits so you get yeah so you can literally kill like
0: three guys because you can kill one with the parry then kill another guy and then kill another guy
2: yeah, it's mm-hmm. great <laughs> i love it because the trade-off is like you get to have the best ability in the game but you have to have a giant monkey on your head <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't have to wear the giant monkey you just need to have the
3: chest piece that has giant monkeys on the shoulders
2: well, on the shoulders, <laughs> but you don't have to have
1: the big stupid one that's sitting but on you can head. get
3: a um a different die set for it and it looks awesome it's like mm-hmm. orange yeah, and it looks like a different language. black
0: and gray and
3: fuck your game sounds boring i don't like it <laughs> colorless devoid of just fun
5: yeah those uh that the, the... Wisteria trees. The pictures you posted from the, the the forest in the gorge with all the purple trees. My mom loved that photo, by the way. And I was like, "Yeah, that's from a video game." She's like, "Oh, do you think that's one I'd like to play?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know. I don't know about that, Bob. <laughs> you play Tetris Probably Effect, not. and you don't even touch the triggers or the bumpers, so I don't. I don't know about." It.
0: <laughs> all right. Anybody got any other bits and bobs before Haiku Corner? This is good.
5: This is really good. It is worth the money to get into the DLC. If you enjoyed yeah. the base Sushima game, this is worth every penny.
2: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it, the, the upgrade to PS5 and a DualSense controller is worth it purely because you can feel the cats purring whenever you pet them. What else really do I need to say? Hey, those cats are heckin' chonkers, man. <laughs> they
0: are fat! <laughs> I, I like, they were like, damn, they were like red
3: pandas guys. when I first saw them. I was like, what the fuck is
2: going on? That's a cat?
1: Yeah, those I are.
3: Those are some healthy fucking cats. Some Maybe I'll they're just fluffy. Cats.
2: A mild warning to anybody who does play this game, I did encounter one dead cat around Mongols, and I have never gone so hard on an enemy in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Like because when I saw it and then like I had my camera pan up and I just saw them standing around and I was like, oh, my like ghost mode immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. So haiku corner, you guys got your haikus ready? I'm, like, I'm ready. We can go uh-huh. back to the old way and I can do Ryan's voice, but I don't know what no, it is no, no. I'm here. We're good. All right. <laughs> uh, first, we got reflect on regret. I have waters dancing down. Crushing stone into pebbles. The past weighs on us. Uh, Ryan?
5: Spring begets new life. Broken by unyielding stone, streams never flow
3: back.
0: Mm-hmm. Tyler?
3: Shade for the dying. My father's hand reaching up. Life's sweet perfume fades. Chris? Yeah, is that
0: the right one? I think, I think so. The, I
5: think you read "death" not "regret." Yeah, that's death. Yeah, <laughs> this one's regret.
0: Uh, the one that. Oh, you get sorry, with regret. I did fuck that up. Sorry.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> me, 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 me. I was like, "Oh man, how do you get three that have nothing in common?" That's <laughs> flowers somehow bloom, a summit looms too distant, streams never flow back.
0: Seems a little nice. more on point, Chris. Yeah, that's regret. <laughs> Mine's actually very close to yours,
4: Tom. Water's dancing down, crushing stone into pebbles, streams never
2: flow back. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, we all really like that last line. Um, <laughs> spring begets new life, crushing stone into pebbles, streams never flow back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, although A's the real more, yeah. the real uh, haiku of regret was Tyler reading the wrong one, but <laughs> 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 on the regret, yeah.
4: Would you like to compose a haiku now. of regret on the spot <laughs> for your regret,
3: Tyler? I yeah, regret being on this podcast.
0: Somebody start uh, moaning like the lady in the song.
4: I don't How think that quite don't. works. I'm counting the, the syllables there. Really
0: uh, all right. So next we'll do reflect on solace. Uh, I have wind through a dead tree. Moss clings to a home too harsh till peace comes at last. Ryan?
5: Very close, Tom. I had weeping rivulets. A moss clings to a home too harsh till peace comes at last.
0: Tyler?
3: Weeping rivulets. Bedrock laid bare to the sun. The roar and embrace. Chris? Chris?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Mine was also very close to both of yours. Uh, unreachable sky. Moss clings to a home too harsh. Till peace comes at last.
0: Alex?
2: Wind through a dead tree. Moss clings to a home too harsh. The roar and embrace.
0: Oh, No snapping for this one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not memorable. All right.
0: Uh, reflect on acceptance. <clears throat> Leaves whisper nearby. Forest open to all, sunsets head to dawn. <sighs> Fuck.
1: Right,
5: <laughs> a head of spears shifts a forest open to all, while the cat
3: lounges.
0: <laughs> Tyler,
3: what Tom said. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. It's verbatim. This is the first one, Chris.
0: Yeah,
1: this is not bad. This is, uh, all right this Acceptance,
4: time. right? Yeah. Yes. Ahead of Spears shifts, white buds shimmering, exposed. The vine wilts, but lives.
0: Alex?
2: Uh, This was my favorite one. Ahead of Spears shifts, a good friend lost to grazing while the cat lounges.
0: (laughs) Alright, and the final one that we do at the end, reflect on death. Hiding in darkness, my father's Breath subsiding, free at last from life. Ryan? Uh,
5: I realized I just had a typo in here. I'm going to read it with the typo. Yes. <laughs> Petals soaked with blood, my father's breasts subsiding. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. That's hot.
3: <laughs> free at last from life.
0: Uh, damn my father's breasts.
3: <laughs> Tyler? I already read this one, but shade for the dying. My father's hand reaching up, life's sweet perfume fades. I think that's it, Chris. Uh,
4: what Ryan said without the typo.
3: <laughs> no
5: hey. breasts on your father. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a Very right nice
2: breasts, uh, Alex. Uh, what Ryan said with the typo.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, wow, got Typos. a three three person on that. <laughs>
0: All right, well, and that's our version of Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island <laughs> DLC. Give it a score. Oh, I well, got I a, to get to get
1: a score. score. <laughs> I no, got a score. a score. I got a
3: score.
0: No, but we don't have to give it a score. We do. We weren't that's at what, the score portion Yeah.
5: What else were we going to talk about? You were ending it.
0: Ending it. That was just beginning That's our version we got, we of have another. The island two hours. Was not your ending. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beginning. All right. What's your score?
3: Who are you asking? Anybody. <laughs> Chris, what's your score?
0: Uh eight, seven, five.
5: Ryan. What's that even more? <laughs> uh nine out of
2: ten. Tyler? Nine five. Alex? Uh, I mean, I mean this uh, partially and impartially. Uh, honestly, a ten out of ten for me. It just is more perfect added on top of perfect.
0: I went nine two five.
2: Too low. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Chris eight, was seven, the lowest. I don't know what why do you, am I
2: too low. <laughs> what do you think this game's unplayable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not eight, Chris. Seven, tales.
3: Five. Might as well throw it in the trash.
2: <laughs> why would I even buy it? I'm going to go harass their community (laughs) manager. I lied. Not worth the money.
3: (laughs) All right. Well,
2: Alex, you got anything to plug your warthog chasing? uh, Yes, it's called Timon and Pumbaa Review Club. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, yeah, I'm on YouTube at uh, Warthog Review Club. I review games really fast and absolutely not based on their merit. Um, and I'm on Twitter at clobberin' time, spelled like the herb, where I complain about wrestling and post logos and art that I make.
0: It's really good art, everybody. He did, didn't make yeah, ours, do, but he made a lot of them. Yeah, do you not do for art of you complaining about wrestling? I could. Mm. It would just be a big turd, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with,
0: with like a luchador's mask And yeah, just make angry <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> or just like a turd in the spandex, like as a
2: person. Oh, 100%. Yes. But enough about The Rock. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dwayne. Don't come find
1: me. <laughs> don't come
2: find me. I'm as big as your leg. Oh, you guys are on a first name basis? That's crazy. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, Tyler?
3: Yeah, we do Wasted every Saturday at 6 Eastern. We are playing The Ascent. It's been okay. We're Very excited time. about
0: this, I can tell
3: it's okay i mean it's we're having a good time we're all doing it we're, we're drinking we're playing games we're having a good time and then we do the last call podcast directly afterwards where we talk about what we just did and then we talk about any other shit that we did throughout the week it's our what, what kind of show would you call that
4: Is it
5: a
0: variety
4: patch
3: all variety show
0: it's we do variety. skits or something we should do skits we could it seems
3: like variety shows We can do whatever skits. we want it's your podcast. It's a multimedia show. We just talk about whatever Anything. Games we're playing. Movies, we're watching animated books. books we've been reading. I did a book. I was talking about a book that I was reading last time. So it's good stuff.
0: Ryan. Uh
5: definitely just check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash blunkers, for all of the streams we do. That's where you can find wasted. But uh join our Discord. Uh it's linked in all of our shows. We've got a great group of people just talking about games or talking about the games we discuss, like right here, the Iki Island expansion. Uh, we'd like more people to play games with. We'd like to play with our community. It's a good time.
3: Real quick, my dog farted, and it smells so fucking bad in here right now. <laughs> is that a plug <laughs> for your dog's farts? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like get dog some dog farts. Plus. She is so cute. But I was sitting here, I was like, man, it's what is that smell? And then she just like looked up at me. She's nasty. She's nasty.
0: Uh. She's nasty. Chris, what do you All got? Right. You got any farts happening?
4: Uh no, not in here. Uh probably out there outside. It smells the door, like yeah, fucking sure. dog
3: farts in here. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I please. dog farts right now.
4: <laughs> please subscribe to dog farts. Uh thank you everybody.
3: Like a hot dog. Hot dog water.
4: <laughs> no, please uh, give us a sub on YouTube. If you're listening to this on YouTube, then uh, you know, just sub, please. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, we'll link the video in the description. Uh, we would appreciate it. We're trying to get to 50 right now. I could read you the link, but boy, is it long, and it's a lot of letters and numbers because <laughs> we got to hit 50 before we can name our channel properly. So,
3: which
0: will be dogfarts? <laughs> could be <laughs> yes, dogfarts. Um, and I try to do things, but not very frequently. Uh, sometimes on Mondays at like 5 Central, I do draw this where I draw things that nobody has put any sort of new ideas in that channel.
3: I will give you a thousand One Piece ideas right now if you want me to.
0: That was my probably best one was doing Luffy. But, um, you yeah, draw
2: Tyler and Amaterasu. And I'm not fucking
0: doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs>
2: Draw the second piece.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know what the, the one piece, one piece is. I don't even know what the one piece is. I'm only on... I, I'm hey, I've,
3: I've watched uh, 989 episodes. I don't know what the one piece is either. <laughs> it's
5: that one piece you're missing out of the Jigsaw puzzle box.
0: Ryan wants me to draw Naruto, apparently. <laughs> yes. I saw that. Um, and then Thursdays, I... Well, on ones we don't record... I try to do convince me, but I don't know. That's the thing.
3: We got kids. It's hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four kids, kids back in, in school.
1: school.
3: <laughs> so
0: sometimes stuff happens. Go in the Discord. You'll find out. Uh, <laughs> and our next exploration will be Phantasy Star Four.
3: Bah, 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 bah. Going
0: retro. Big retro. I think I'm and the only spelunker that has played a fantasy star. Fantasy star online does not count as part of this fantasy star. Well then yes.
2: <laughs> it, it does. It totally. Does. <laughs> In fact, it's the only one that really matters. If I had to oh. pick one. Oh. yeah, i said it.
0: I'm just kidding. Right. Right, Alex? So also on our next exploration, we will have Alex fighting Bob Buell. <laughs> Get your pay-per-view both. tickets. Yep. Engagement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just our four rules,
0: uh, but yes, uh, Bob Buell will be joining us for our exploration.
2: Who else would you point. get?
0: That was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for tonight. Um, listen to our stuff. Watch us do stupid things. <laughs> and Almost remember always that we get. Exhausted by talking because we're chunky and we're nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time, everybody.
1: Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. bye. <laughs> bye. Say bye,
0: Penny.
1: Art. Or-